How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I'm Tim Wagner. Am I a host? I don't know, but I yelled my name. (laughs) 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 And that counts for something. That's something. You you did your best radio impersonation. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. We are on episode 43, if you can believe it, of the bi-weekly podcast that we call the Real AFTV podcast. That's right. Every other Monday, we launch this podcast. Yep. And if you didn't know, in the off week, we split it up so it's just the fish in half and just the random take over on youtube that's right look us up r-e-e-l-a-f real like fish and real real a-f tv over on youtube and you can get the things split out don't typically go into that right away in the beginning but the reason why i did it is because i wanted to make sure if there were any new listeners they just got that shit right off the bat you know what i'm talking about learned it you learned it (laughs) Today we are going to be telling our fishing true tales. That's right. True fishing true. tales. And 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 just to just a little little bit on that is I have like the concept is that I have a story that I swear to you is 100% true. It is going to sound fake as fuck. It's going to sound like <laughs> a tall it's going to sound made up. Yeah. And and, and and then, you know, we'll get into some of our favorite memories and stuff if there's time, but we're only a two-hour podcast. I mean, we don't have all night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll cut it short of the two-hour. If you want to give us some feedback on the length of the podcast, please go over to realaf.tv slash contact and let us know. Is it getting too long? Because we started at an hour-long podcast, and now we do an hour per topic, basically. And uh, it gets long. Or is it too short? Because we can go longer. Like, keep fucking going. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Me and Kim. Me and me Kim, and Kim. Is a, I be Kim. Fucking, is Kim. that what you want? Is that what you want, <laughs> listener? <laughs> me and Tim can keep on talking. I just blended keep and Tim, and that's what came out. We could talk. Kim and Josh going for three hours now. Kim and Josh. <laughs> all right tim let's do what we do and hit him with the fishing news right out of the gate and that is april's hot april's Mm -hmm. hot Mm -hmm. out there in them streets and uh and them in them in them lakes and in them waters and then bodies of water water we have three state records coming out of west virginia georgia and iowa Damn. Yeah. I was like, damn, holy shit. Damn, Breaking damn, records. Damn. So over. I like, oh, like go ahead, the go statistics ahead. on what kind of electronics those fellas were rocking. And I know. Is that why we're setting all these new records? But you'd be. It, these. I know. I Okay. So I fully agree with that one. And we got to get into electronics sometimes. I have bigger ideas. We'll have to talk about those off the podcast because I got I got some ideas about that. All right. And I'm 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 not sure. I need I need I need a confidence booster or something. Or like, hey, is that a good idea? 
Anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Okay. So here's the, here's the thing. I got this uh, from uh, Game and Fish magazine. I, okay. I got it off the internet though. You know, gameandfishmag.com. Sure, sure. So yeah, there's there were three state records broke, and I love that you said the electronics part because only one of these fish to me is an electronics fish, which gets into the electronics topic, which let's not because, right, we try to keep this fishing news tight and then get into the actual fishing topic. So Blue Cat from West Virginia, okay. a vermilion snapper from Georgia, which is just a red snapper, really, to me. Like, you see the photo, and I was like, that's a fucking red snapper. And then in Iowa, it was a small mouth buffalo. Which, if you go over to episode 39, you can hear us yeah. talk about rough fish and get more into the buffalo and stuff like that. So, uh-huh. right? So, think about that, Tim. Like, let's let's just digest this this three records broken quick. We got yep. a cat. We got a rough fish. Right. And then we have a saltwater, you know, snapper, which right. I think you can get to which one I think probably was or could have been using electronics. Right. Yep, I'm. I'm gonna say, yeah, the snapper was what they were trying for, and the other two, right, could have even been an accident. <laughs> the, <laughs> right, 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 right. So I guess, yeah, it, there's a good chance that their records aren't being broken because they had the electronics on those two. But they could have been. They could have been going for carp, and for just sure. got you know that buffalo is basically a carp, and all of right. a sudden you're like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, you get a carp and you're like, that's a good carp. And then you go, wait a minute, that's a buffalo. <gasps> right, right. You know, I've thought about that too, where like I'm out there catching or like you see giant carp and you're like, oh my God. Like if that is one of, like, I don't know how to tell the difference between the species, but if that's one of those species, like yeah. that's for sure bigger than the state record. But I have no idea how to catch it. I don't know if anybody else does either. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Just watching it like rut through the weeds. I don't know what it's trying to eat. No, <laughs> has no interest. I put my bait right in front of their face. They don't right. care at all. They're just like they'll, they'll swim away from it. They're like <laughs> they'll swim away from it. Yeah, they're just like oh, get it out of my face. Yeah, gross. <laughs> yeah, but the catfish, the catfish, they were probably going for. But I think that's one of those where you just find, you know, from my knowledge of catfish in the spring and stuff, you just try to find like logs and structure and then you just fish it. Right. It's not something you can really like go over. I I mean, honestly, with like the the live imaging and stuff now, there's a possibility that that if that person was serious, that they'd be able to like shoot that live image into the trees and be able to see if there was something in the tree and then oh. just like eliminate the dead water be like oh nothing in this batch of trees and go to the next batch of trees yeah yep. where you know so i don't know right but that's still dope i would i would love to be do uh, just see a state record fish would just be like oh know. you know that's just i know a, i know it's the same reason i like to fish or like collect trading cards or anything else like or cars anything that i don't see on a regular basis is exciting like that's rare rare that's a rare one right right there reason to go to a car show and just be like oh oh oh, yeah fuck yeah dude (laughs) yep and state record rare as they come 
Like, right. You know? Yeah. 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 For sure. And that's why when I saw this headline, I was like, three, three. I mean, I know it's three different states, but it's just like, oh shit, man. So the blue cat, uh, Cody Carver caught a 61.28 pound. So it was a weight Damn. fish, by the way. A right. weight, not a sure. length fish. So this fish was the heaviest fish, but not the longest one. Oh. Uh, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That- I always thought they went hand in hand, but in this case, Cody's uh Cody's fish was a 61.28 uh blue cat. It was fifty nine point seven four before before that? Like, damn. I, yeah, that's a big gap. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's crazy that it's that much heavier than the former champ. Right, but that's what still I thought. Smaller overall, like that but boy. Still, yeah, but it still didn't well. break the length record. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was had a gut on it. Like that's how. That's was, what's always baffling to me. Like when those fish are like super fat like that. Like, mm-hmm. just nobody must have ever fished that part of the river. Cause they, I don't know. Cause if that dude's just eating like crazy, like, how did he not eat a lure already or like somebody right. else's bait? Right, right. Sounds like that guy's eating everything that comes in front of him. <laughs> anything, anything that gets in his way. Just... <laughs> and, and the cool thing was, I don't know if it was these people or if it was just fish, uh, game and fish just dug in, but they all were just like, yeah, here's my location. And it's not that crazy, right? Cause it's still a body of water. But so right. this, this blue cat in West Virginia came out of a, a mar- marmot pool, which is an area of the Kanawahi, Kan Kanawaha, Kanawaha River. Kanawaha they were just like River. They, there it is. That's where it is. So the snapper came out of the salt of Georgia. Not okay. Not a, I mean, I don't know where else snappers live. So, um, but it was specifically, you know, under the saltwater record. Sure, sure. So it was a five, uh, five eleven, little over five eleven. The old one, three eleven. Here we go again. Like three pounds eleven ounces. Yeah, and the new and the new one. Damn. That Mark Brandon. Brandon Neville. Oh, he put three. He put three names in there. Okay, Mark yeah. Brandon Neville. <laughs> yeah. So he caught a five pound, eleven ounce, little over, and the old record was three pounds, eleven ounces. And I'm like, Jesus, yeah, here wonder, we go again. Oh, yeah. I wonder. Sometimes I wonder like that, where if it's like two pounds difference, if it's one of those fish, like I bet like a buffalo too. Yeah. I bet that record's been broken multiple times. And they've never even thought of like bringing it in because Just those fish it aren't in and getting it weighed. Yeah, those fish aren't even that big, you know. Like, right, it, right. If three eleven was the old record, and you caught a four pounder, you would have been like, "That's a big snapper," right? And probably never even crossed your mind that it was a new state record, you know, sure. depending on the person that caught it, right? Because of the casual nature of the majority of people who are out fishing, right? Like most yeah, fishers, they're just like, "I don't know, I got a guide," or the guide would know though, but. I think they just, it's the casual nature. Am I wrong? I think so. I mean, I I would think like, also you gotta, you gotta jump, not jump through some hoops, but it's not as easy as just like taking a picture and telling somebody how long it was. Like you have to get that shit recorded. You have to like get in touch with the DNR and everything. You sure do. And like, if you were, 
I, I'm just like picturing that snapper where like if I was down there, yep. obviously like you were saying, if you're with a guide, that guy probably knows. Right. And he's going to want to, you know, tell everybody he's going to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna, good for business. Good for business. Yeah, good for business for sure. I put them on the state record. So just right. so you know. But right. so just, just uh, if I was down, if I was down there fishing by myself and I caught it, I would have been like, holy shit, look at this thing. And then like right. looked it up and just been like, it seems to be some sort of snapper. Those are good for eating. <laughs> I'll lay that bitch up and cook it. And like right, right, and that's the, the end state of record. It. No, <laughs> that fish yeah. is gone. No, no longer thing. in the water in my belly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, for real. And 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 you made uh you made the perfect segue to the Iowa buffalo because um specifically smallmouth buffalo um it was actually caught in December, but it didn't break the record until 2022, till April of 2022. Because of it was going through DNA analysis uh-huh. because they're worried about hybrids and not worried. Damn. They wanted to do DNA analysis on it because the buffalo and the carp and stuff like that, they're they're coming up with hybrids now. Sure. And so they wanted to confirm it. And so, yeah, it actually they caught that it in been... December and through genetic testing. Some bitch that... didn't even get confirmed until this month. Dude, that would have been crazy if they were like, bad news, uh, you didn't break the straight record. Good news, you did catch a new species. <laughs> like, what? Right. Okay. Which That's one's cool, better? I guess. <laughs> nice. Uh, sweet. Tell us in the comments which one's better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how crazy was that? So that sound bitch was 43 pounds, and it was caught in the lower, and I practiced this one all night. Whips and up in a con river. Uh, it's got to be a Native American name, man. yeah. Whipsipinicon River. Whipsipping. I can't. Whip-sip-in-con. I don't have it to read it. I'm just trying to repeat what you're saying. And I'm I know, and I'm trying to it. do I'm it. I'm not making it happen. <laughs> Whipsipinicon. It's so hard. But that's 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 where it was. It was caught in a river. No surprise, right? But it was just really crazy. Um, that one didn't report on the previous record or anything like that. I have to assume it's just the old rough fish analogy that we already made in episode 39, where we're just like, yeah, no one fucking cares. Right. Fuck them. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an even better example than the snapper. Most people, right. you know, right. one person catches it. I think this might be a smallmouth buffalo. And then you got like the like redneck friend next to you, just like fucking garbage. I don't care. Those, oh, a smallmouth to throw it in the fucking rocks. <laughs> Stab it in the head and throw it in yeah. the rock. Fuck yeah. that thing. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's actually illegal. Oh, it's illegal. Ooh. I you're not going to drive home drunk after this either. Shut up and drink your beer. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, okay. Let's get let's get into housekeeping. Uh, you know, the, the whole thing, uh, you don't know if you're new and thank you. If you are new, please share and subscribe and all that fun stuff. Anyways, this podcast is brought to you by patreon.com slash real AFTV and monster bass, but we'll talk about that later. I already talked about going to contact, but I'm dead serious. We get all of this stuff. We ingest it. We try to get better. We want to improve. So if you go over to real dot tv slash contact it brings you to our contact page shoot us an email we read them we talk about them it's for reals 
it's not just a thing I say on the microphone because we want feedback so that way more people listen, more people can join the community, and we just love engaging with the fishers out there. And fishers. we've done our best to spread across all platforms. You can find us on Amazon and you can find us on iTunes. And if you can go over to iTunes and give us a review, that would be even better because it helps out the podcast. So that's enough housekeeping, dude. Or you can oh. give a review on Spotify. That's right. The app on Spotify. Thank you. I, I just had Amazon down now. So if you have Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Music and you can listen to the Really FTV on Amazon. Yeah, because chances are they're not going to have the song you want unless you pay money. <laughs> that happens all the time. Alexa, play this. That's not available unless you give me money or whatever she says. Oh, yeah. Well, it actually, we're technically behind the paywall, too, I think. I don't know how it works because I have really? music. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I should figure that out. Well, you can get us for free everywhere else. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, well, fuck Amazon if you don't have that shit on your phone. Yeah, just if you try to get us on iHeartRadio or Spotify. Yeah, if you try to listen to Amazon, it's all free. Just, that, that's what I do with all the other songs. You can't listen <laughs> to this and then just be like, uh, shut up, Alexa, and then just play it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking up, Bezos. You loosen your charm. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Let's get into the fishing topic, Tim. Let's let's do it. I have these evergreen topics, so to say. So yes. it, it it comes down to the moments that are slower. And right now is not necessarily a slower time in in, in fishing. Um but it is in Minnesota. Yeah, because it, it the water's still fucking freezing cold. The weather hasn't switched yet. The ice well, is freshly off. On certain lakes, it's Tell, we're still yeah. in purgatory. Yes, thank you. Yeah, keep going on that, please. There's like, other my because the weather's like, been fucked. Especially my parents' lake up north two weeks ago still had two feet of ice. Whoa. Yeah, when it was like Whoa. 70 out and I'm seeing like almost all the ice go off around here, I'm seeing <laughs> pictures on Facebook of people still ice fishing. Yeah. You know, like walking out with their bucket and drilling a hole right. and just fishing and stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. And, just on foot. Sure. But still like, yeah, around here, I'm like, come on, I want to go fishing. And up there, <laughs> they're like sending pictures like, I thought it was springtime. <laughs> and they're just pulling fucking perch out of the... Yeah. and you're yep. like you bastards <laughs> and then i saw like one of the most perfect memes i've ever seen and i can't find it anywhere except for this one guy's post so i just like took a screenshot of it and sent it to my wife i'm not gonna send it every place else because it's so weird to have this guy's name and like other comments underneath it yeah but i, I can't find the picture i was looking for it but it's a it's an old-timey picture of a lady like drinking a soda and it says try new minnesota spring and then on the bottom it says now with more winter i was like that's fucking perfect that's that's great that's great oh my god that's so good okay so the the whole reason why i i brought that up is because this is this is one of the evergreen topics where we're gonna tell a story so grab yourself 
whatever beverage it is, you got your morning Monday coffee, or you got your Yukon Jack, or you got Evan your Williams. Oh, Evan, Evan. Evan. Legit <laughs> Just like yell it. Come on. Like, get my whiskey it. right. Get it right. Or there's also Japanese whiskey. Or oh, you still have the Japanese tequila. whiskey? Right? Yeah. <laughs> tequila. Or the beer from last well. episode. <laughs> it's all here. <laughs> there's three beers left over from last episode. You I'm know, it's you, just if you've listened normal. to this, like I do the podcast and then shit doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the right way to do a podcast. You just hey, sit I down and everything's right there. <laughs> no point. We don't do anything over here. <laughs> like, no point in moving in any place else. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I got more booze upstairs. I don't need to come down here from the shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so yes, the reason why I brought that up is because we're, we're in a bit of a weird purgatory thing. As you go further South, you get a different thing, but you go North, you got a different thing. And we live in the middle of the state where we are in that like good mm-hmm. zone right now. Yeah. And so I wanted to tell a story that I said I would never tell. I've never told you, which oh, is the weirdest thing to me. And I have witnesses. I swear this is a true story. And that is what this topic is going to be. And that's why I said, get your drink, you know, get your morning coffee, get your beers, whatever time you're listening to this at. Sit back, relax, because that's what we're going to do. Yep. I want to go first. Yeah, dude. I'm excited. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I hope I didn't hype it up too much. There is going to be some show and tell, by the way. So if you go over to YouTube.com and look up Real AFTV, remember Real Like Fish and Real, you will see this. I'm going to do my damnedest to, to have Tim describe it for me. <laughs> so I have this lure, Tim. I'm going to hold it right up to the camera. Oh, yeah. I know yep. it's a little blown out because of uh, my, it, it, it. Well, it's chartreuse on the bottom. It's green. Yep, yep, yep. And then it goes to like a black With stripe black across bag. the back, right? Yep. We got yep, a trouble it's hook. Like, it's like a fire tiger color, except for it doesn't have the orange belly. Oh, okay. Just got a yeah. little, little bit of the orange right there. A little, the little like, touch of the orange, yeah. Doesn't even count though, right? In comparison to fire tiger, what you're saying? So, okay, so it's got a treble hook in the front. I mean, what what, what would you say? Like, you go ahead and describe the bait a little bit more better than me, or the lure better than me. Well, it's like a it's like a deep diving jerk bait, is yeah. what it is, and a little bit shorter one with two hooks, probably like a four incher. Sure, maybe three yeah. and a half somewhere in there. Yeah, and it's got the treble in the um, front and the treble coming off the tail. Yeah, and with that colored bill, I'm not real familiar with it, but it looks like it might be made by Storm or somebody. That okay, so that is the thing. So this is the most fucking generic bait or lure I've ever seen, right? <laughs> okay, okay, yep. And the reason why I say that is because the way you describe it, at being the fisherman of the podcast, the way you describe it lights up parts of my brain that go, ooh, that thing's a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it I, looks legit. Okay, but I think... I mean, I I think it's a little bit of a ripoff because this is, again, I'm telling 
a hundred percent true story. <laughs> when it comes to fishing, I'm not this creative to make this shit up. It comes from a tackle box that was won from a scratch off back in the nineties. A tack like a loaded tackle box? <laughs> like a tackle box that's about yep. a foot wide. And about yeah. six or eight inches oh, deep. Oh, yeah, like the little one. Yep. It's like a tiny, shoe box it's size. a tiny yeah. It's a tiny little box. And it was just loaded with random shit. And it came from a Minnesota State Lottery scratch off in the nineties. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this and it's a largemouth story, which is right away. You were obviously the first person I was like, oh, we got to get a photo for Tim. So I th- we're we're at this uh, we're at this beach. OK. And and I say we, which is why I have witnesses. Sure. <laughs> Basically, my sister, her family and my wife are all there. OK. The kids are playing at the beach. Mm hmm. And we all have our polarized lenses on now, which is new to the girls. Okay. Yeah. And we all, I mean, I'm not going to explain polarized lenses. And you, you came for the fishing. You know what a polarized lens is. Right. And we're at a beach. So you already know I'm fairly shallow. Yep. You also know I'm fairly rookie because that was the lure I chose to throw in, oh, I don't know. Probably something like three feet of water. Sure. Yeah. If it's floating, you could get it by with it. But yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, you just cast it out and reel it straight in. I think it's going to go straight into the dirt. <laughs> I don't know. I think it must be floating. It must be floating. I, I don't mean, know how like floating. You can like you can like reel light. it and then pause it. And then it's it's all based off of what it's made out of. You can't really tell the difference by like lifting it and holding oh, it okay. unless it's set it on there. Cause like some of the, like most of the Rapala stuff is made out of like balsa wood. Right. So that floats and you yep. know, like the other yep. ones are made out of plastic and there's counterweights to help them sink and all this other shit. So, okay. So I'm pretty sure this one floats. Could sink. Probably floats. Most of the I'm pretty sure this ones one floats. Float. So I just grab it. I grab it yep. because I, cause I'm looking in the water and there's just, there's weeds off to the side of the beach. And I've seen people right. fishing there before. And so I'm just over there just drinking beer. And I look and I'm like, oh, what is that? What? Whoa. Oh, hey. Hey, guys, 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 guys. I get my wife and my sister to come over and I'm like, you got, yeah, you got your Oakleys on. Hey, that's a bass, right? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, that's a. And they just go, I don't know, it's a good sized fish. I was like, yeah, that's a bass. I'm pretty sure that's a bass. Oh, oh, it's chase, it's chasing all the little fish. I don't know. Maybe this chartreuse green thingy, right? Kind of looks like those yeah. little tiny fishes, but the little fish are much more camouflaged than that, right? Right, right. So I take my Tim learned skills. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, I gotta get past that motherfucker, which thankfully isn't that far. I'm talking right. like throw this thing out less than 20 feet, right? Yep. To get past it, and I'm like, I'm just going to reel in front of its face. So, yes, it is floating now because 
I remember reeling and then having to stop and then reeling. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start popping it and stuff. So I throw this fucking lure past it and it's just in the shallows. This, this bass is just in the shallows hunting, 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 hunting. And fucking a, if it wasn't the first throw, I bring it right over its head. It noticed it pop, man. It nailed that thing. It fucking nailed it. I knew it was going to, as soon as you said it was chasing the, the other fish, I was like, it is protecting something. What time of year was this? Do you remember? I, Did you say was, that already? No, I didn't. Thank you for bringing it up, though. This is why I wanted to tell the story to you, because I knew you'd, you'd like be able to read into it and think more. So I'll say this. It's midday, and I'm in wet swim trunks. So okay. this has to be like a decent June day because we don't go super super like we don't go to this beach super early yeah the water was the water was fairly cold but like kids were playing in it with no big deal right right okay but it was early june and you had a bass spawning no kidding that's why i was chasing everything away it was protecting the bed oh i thought it was eating no it would like they don't really like if they're gonna eat they'll just run after something and grab something they're not normally like absent-minded where they're just chasing everything that comes past like when they yeah eat, it was darting like, like it was doing a lot of like erratic moves i guess yeah because i think it was chasing everything so you put something there and okay. it was like another one of you motherfuckers <laughs> 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 and just no smash that thing yeah oh wow yeah okay that's see, awesome this, though yeah it was so <laughs> fucking cool because we could see it and and then like you know, they got the darker back on them so you can see it darting around and it was mm-hmm. so fucking cool to watch. And I was like, I don't know. And that was when I made the, like, I'm going to catch this thing because I, I had my license, I had my pole, I had my rod, like everything was there. I was like, I'm going for it. I think we got yeah. something here. So sure enough, bam, I throw it over. It hits. It just, it snapped it up so fast. You know, I, I watched the whole thing happen. So I just snatched it, you know, bam, hit it right in the mouth, pull it in, pull it in. And I drag it up onto the beach because yeah. I was fishing from the beach. So I was literally sure. fishing from the beach. Yep. So as soon as I hit it, I got a good hook on it, got it in, super easy. Pretty sure I did the, you know, the right mouth thing. You, yep. Because this was years ago now, before, wait, well before the podcast, but still, you know, fishing. Yep. So everything feels good. It's a little wiggly. He gets, you know. Feels a little aggressive in my hands. So I take the hook out and I'm holding it and it kind of freezes up like you expect. And I'm like, sweet. Yep. Okay. Okay. So sister's got her phone out. She's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, wow. Nice fish. <laughs> she, <laughs> that, you know, my sister and my wife are very, very impressed. Like, oh, that is, that's a very sure. nice fish. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. So sister goes and gets her phone, has her phone ready. And I'm holding it up. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to send this to Tim. This is awesome. Wait a minute. It's got a whole bunch of sand on the side of it. Let me just get that sand off. And I'm holding it underneath. Oh, no. Yeah. You already know what's <laughs> going to happen, don't you? Uh-huh. You already know. Yep. This is my ultimate. Why I said I would never tell the story. And here I am on a podcast telling it. I lowered it to the water and I had it under the, had it like, I swear I had it in the mouth. But as soon as I tried to splash it with water, as soon as I tried to rinse it off, it flipped out, dude. 
I lost my grip. It fell in the lake. It got deep enough and swam away. Yep. I was so bummed. Dang. <laughs> I was literally taking a picture to send to you. Yeah. It was just sandy. <laughs> Easily the biggest largemouth bass I've ever caught. And yeah. then later, me and you fished that lake. And you yeah. told me, oh, yeah, dude, the record uh, largemouth bass came out of this lake. <laughs> yeah, the state record comes out of that lake. We call it Lake Auburn. If you look it up, they call it Auburn Lake, but locals don't call it Auburn Lake. Nobody, nobody, we don't fucking call it Malax Lake. We call it Lake Malax. That's just not how we talk. You can look it up. I know that that fish was not eight pounds and whatever fucking ounces because I've seen an eight pounder come out of the south, right? Yep. It's, what is it? Eight fifteen in two thousand five. This was after two thousand five, but closer to twenty ten than twenty twenty that we are now. Like it was, you know. Sure. I'm saying twenty fifteen, twenty seventeen or something. I caught this fish. It was not an eight pound fifteen. A, basically, a a nine pound bass. I've seen those come out of now that I'm a fisherman, right? Right, yeah. Or I should say now that we're doing the podcast, now I'm following fishermen closer. Sure. I know what a nine-pound bass looks like. This was not a nine-fucking-pound bass. <laughs> right, right. Easily the best largemouth I've ever caught. Could have been Dude, in the five four, to yeah, six-pound range. Yeah, I was going to say four or five-pound is huge. Like when you see it in person, you're like, damn. <laughs> like when you see the mouth open on like a five pounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're like, I could fit my fist in its mouth and I'm a big dude. Like, yeah, it's, okay. It's an impressive. Holy shit. Okay. So, yeah, I was, I was in that range, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I wouldn't have fit your fist now thinking about it. It was about the size of my fist. That's a big fish, man. It was a big fish, dude. I'm yeah. so I'm so sad. It I I even hate reliving it right now, but I was just like <laughs> it sounds so fucking fake that I caught the biggest bass, the biggest largemouth of my life by sight fishing off a beach with a deep dive jerkbait. Yeah. <laughs> on like it's it just sounds fake. It sounds fake, but I swear to God, dude, it really happened. Hey, yeah, it's. I've, it's I'm funny so too to have the this. backstory of the lure and everything to just be like with a lure that <laughs> came from the Minnesota lottery in the nineties. <laughs> it's uh, too much, right? Like, who makes yeah. up this like crazy dude, yeah, backstory? It's, it's one of those where like there's so many details that are just kind of crazy that you're like, you know, it's not fake, you know. Yeah, and I don't think it's not that outlandish, anyways. It's not like you're no. you're like, oh, I had the state record, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. It came from the lake that has produced the state yeah. record fish. Right. So to have other big ones in there, I guess that kind of backs up my story. Am I wrong? Like, does that help make my story more real? <laughs> I. It's just a. It's a small, very weedy lake, and because yeah. of how round it is. There's yep. not a whole lot of structure. Yep. So it totally makes sense that there are a lot of big fish in that lake because they're just kind of anywhere. Mm. You know, it's hard to go on that lake and be like, I'm going to pinpoint where they are. You can fish mm. the whole thing, mm -hmm. 
but because there's like because of the weeds are so thick and stuff too. Yeah. It's cooler in dense weeds than it, the what the water temperature reads oh, outside of the weeds. Right. So those fish could be up shallow all year long, they could be out deep, they yeah. could be anywhere. Sure. It's, it'd be a hard lake to fish. So right. it's a hundred and it's one of those two where if there was a fish that got that big and a lot of people fish that lake and stuff, it was probably where you weren't expecting it to be. Sure. And because there's so many weeds and stuff and there's probably a decent food source and it's probably just out there eating and yep. people aren't even fishing where it's at. It's right. just living its life. Sure. And then one person got lucky enough to put a bait in front of it. Cause like you said, yeah, you're out there swimming, and I think that's the majority of people. Yeah, saw one guy when we went out there the one time in a boat where he had like the, like the long propeller, like he would drive into like foot oh. deep streams, and he was driving around <laughs> that, and it's just like yeah, that's the shit they drive know. around like in the bayou where they're just like, yeah. oh, it's gonna get low, and they just fucking kick her up. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah, oh, I guess forgot I don't about know. that. I don't know if these people know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> the couple of people that fish it, you know, don't really know what they're doing at all. So <laughs> it's possible that they do, but you know, it's a hundred percent positive possible that there are just a ton of monster fish in there. Sure. And nobody fishes it because it's just a small little lake. Right. And right. If you get like four or five boats on it, it's crowded, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's a really funny way of looking at it, but I got you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, that's one of those weird ones where I, down south, a lot of people fish ponds and stuff and they, they produce big bass and nobody oh, sure. ever fishes a boat or, you know, brings a boat in there because it's just ponds. Right. Cause it's so but small. Like pond, it's just, you'd yeah. be a weirdo. You'd be a weirdo. But that pond has a good food source and they're not spawning, creating more. So there's not bass eating all the bait and, you know, mm. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is kind of like a big pond. I mean, there's a channel yep. that connects like two parts of it, but I know what you mean. You're yep. making interesting. So yeah, man, it's totally possible. But for I me, I swear it was real. I, think, I have no photo. Ah, uh, dude, I a hundred percent. I I believe you one hundred percent. I don't. You got witnesses to back it up and everything. <laughs> right, they're for not me. here. But hey, <laughs> yeah, hey. At me in the comments on YouTube, and I will I'll get them to record a video, and they're right. both probably going to be like, "No, nah, I don't know, you got a fish." For me, for me, the one that probably sounds the most made up that I've caught, because like I've caught a muskie off of having another fish eat it, but that's yep. not that's not that rare. Plenty of people have done that before. Sure, sure. I've caught a fish that has broken off my lure on like the next cast and got my lure back. That one's no a little bit, way. yeah, that one's a little bit different, but it was a pike. So like pike are a little bit crazy anyways, you know, if you miss a bass like that. But tell me quick, how did, where was it just stuck in its lip? No, it was like, it went through it, like must've tried to swallow the minnow cause I was using live bait and there was like a, okay. Okay. uh, the jig was like way down here in the gill plate, like not the gills oh, wow. itself, but the plate. Wow. Yeah. So I cut, I hooked it here and then there's another jig so you hooked it like right in, right have, in the 
you hooked it right in the nose, basically, right in front. Yeah, I hooked it. Yeah, I hooked it where you would normally hook it, and then the other one had like fallen through and was still hooked in there. I have a picture of that one somewhere. Nice. Uh, but the craziest one for me probably was there was one time we were fishing Lake Winnebagosh on opener. Okay. And all these people are out there catching these monsters. So this is what makes it even a little bit more you know, crazy because everybody, so it was a couple of days before opener that the ice had gone out. So we're fishing this lake and the ice had just left Lake Winnebagosh and all of the walleyes had gone upstream to spawn because they'll swim into like an opening or whatever. And there's like a, there's like a creek. Yeah. Sounded a little familiar. Keep going though. Yeah. So they had all gone up there and then everybody's sitting on the opening of like the mouth of this thing waiting for fish to swim by. Yeah. And it's slow going for some people, but I mean, people are like catching fish of a lifetime. And you're seeing like, this like around, you can see this happening. Seeing, seeing this happening. And then like at night, everybody's back like around campfires and stuff and talking about like, you caught a 30 incher. And everybody's like, you did? You're 30 oh in, my 30 God. Incher? Hell yeah. And then you have somebody be like, I got one too. 30 incher? You, you did? Oh my God. <laughs> so like, and this is just one of the resorts. What the hell? Like, dude, it, just massive fish, right? So, and nobody can get any eaters though. So everybody's like, we just can't find any of the eaters. Really? And they all want to have a fish fry, right? Yeah. So hold on one out. second. I, I'm going to pause for one second. Okay. So everyone was around the campfires at night. Was it because there was so much success during the day that nobody went out at night? Because that's walleye fishing time too. Yeah. Oh, it was just like cold and shitty. Yeah. Like the. <laughs> Because opener is always cold and shitty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enough and said. <laughs> also, like on Lake Winnebagosh, like I think it's just not really a, um, you don't have to fish a night bite because it's like a very well known walleye lake. You can fish during the day and have success. Oh, okay. And not have to do like I'm gonna stay up all night, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We were just fishing normal times. There was probably yeah. some people out there fishing the night bite, but we weren't. So. We're all out there and we're trying to, and, and the guy's boat that I'm in, mm-hmm. uh, we're fishing and we're catching, like, we're catching the eaters. No. Oh. We're trying different spots than everybody okay. else. We're fishing like the top of these break lines and we're just kind of like moving around and roaming and he's like slowly trolling. And I can't remember if he was pulling a rappler or what I'm pulling a jig and a minnow and just okay. kind of like bouncing it off the bottom as we troll. So we're just really? covering a lot of water. Okay. Yeah. And we're catching eaters and stuff. And we get to a certain point and all of a sudden, like I hook into something and I'm like, there's weight here. And then I'm like, but it's not fighting. And then I'm like, but maybe it's fighting. I don't know what this is. Is And, and this I, is while trolling still, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay, we're moving okay. and I'm like, I got something, but I don't know. And, and then it's like, tugging I reel it up. And... Yeah. So like it kind of pulled a little bit, but then it didn't, but then there was still weight. So I'm like, there's something on the line, but I don't know what it is. And I reel it up. And then when I reel it up, I got a fishing line. So I'm like, oh, I hooked into somebody else's broken line. That's weird. And I'm like, maybe I'll find a lure. So I'm like pulling it in, trying to find it. And I get to the end. And there is still a live walleye on this line. (laughs) So uh, somebody else broke the line from way out, man. I don't know why like the line would have broke so far up. (laughs) But (laughs) I caught that line. And then pulled it in and got myself a new lure and a walleye in one cast. 
And then I'm telling people that I caught the one that got away. You know? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yes. So I think that's probably the most far-fetched sounding one I have where it's like, oh, you caught another line and then there was a walleye at the end of that line, you know? Of all fish to be, too, in Minnesota, especially, right? It had to be a walleye. (laughs) Right. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you. There's a lot of questions I have about this. I don't know why there was so much line attached to his lure, why it wouldn't have broke closer to the fish. Like, why is there 20 feet of line? Because I pulled it for a while. Right, right. I I don't know most. Why did it break there? Yeah, I don't know. But we ate that fish. It it sucks for him. He thought he got away. I'm sorry, buddy. Nope. Nope. And also... Go ahead. Now you, you won't have it next time, but next time break the line closer to the lure. But yeah, <laughs> you learned your lesson too late, and now you'll never be able to fix your mistakes. Never fixing your mistakes. That's what the real <laughs> FTV podcast is about. Fix your mistakes, learn from them. Yeah, but when you break a murdered. line 20 feet before the walleye, yeah, how does that work? I don't know. Right. How do you learn yeah. from that? What the well, fuck? I'm saying like the fish. I'm talking about the fish. Like you, oh. you lose it. like I'm just uh, talking about like, right, right. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes and try not to get murdered. Cause if you get caught by somebody bigger than you and they murder you for your meat, you don't learn. You didn't learn. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> Nothing to be learned from that. <laughs> just regrets. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> so the, the the question I have for you on that is you don't understand how it broke that far away. No, he must have had like just shitty line or something. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. But like unless he got even on that because. Yeah, I mean, unless fuck? he got unless he had a fish and the fish got him into the rocks or something and he couldn't get it and it was okay. stuck someplace and he's like, you know what? Fuck this and cut his line himself. Oh, and then once he cut his line, the fish was able to swim out from where oh. it was stuck. Okay. Okay. But there other than that, I don't know. Or maybe he had just like a fucked up eyelet, like accidentally stepped on it. And now it's just rough metal oh, and it's sharp. Yeah. And, it, and the fish pulled it and it just cut the line there. I don't yeah. know. Fuck, that was pretty Canadian of me. That was I, my northern yeah. came out. It's pretty sharp. Jeez, Louise, you know that end tip could have been a little bit rougher than normal, and it could have just sliced right through clean. You know, just a clean cut right there, right through like the line. Like a just... hot knife through butter, just you know, it's like oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. you know, just like uh, easier than getting through mom's hot dish when she leaves it in the oven too long. You know, just. <laughs> It's like a hot dish before it got cooked. It's just soup. Just you go right, soup. Just go right through. <laughs> uh, we are from that part of the world, guys. We are. We are from that part of the world. That's why we're that's why we're good at it. Um <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. So that, that wasn't a reenact. That was a reenactment. Not a that joke. was. It really happened. We saw we saw our uncles do that one time. <laughs> Both of us. We each have an uncle that has done that at Easter. We we each yeah. <laughs> was it good lure? Nah, it wasn't anything special. I can't even remember what it was. If it was something <laughs> cool, I would have remembered for sure. I would have been like, right, get right. this too. This lure. 
you know, it was something I don't think I ever used again. But it caught a fish. <laughs> at one but you point. got the eater, which is yeah. crazy because, <laughs> uh, of course, and and so the not so speaking of this being our true stories, right? Yeah. Do you think the people around the fire were just telling tall fish tales? Oh, you caught a thirty? No, twenty four. Like, do you no, think they were full every, of shit? No, having trouble finding had, eaters. Everybody had people in their boat, so like everybody there had witnesses. Yeah, everybody. And was, I think they, everybody yeah. had their buddy, right? That was like, yep. yeah. And true, for the most true. part, everybody was showing pictures, but like, I don't need to go and see it. I know what a thirty-inch fish looks like, and I don't know right. you. Like, if it was my uncle holding it, it'd be like, yeah, let me see it. You know, right? But right. it's like some guy sitting around the fire and just like, I'm good. Right. I know what a thirty-inch fish looks like, and I don't know you, so. Seeing a stranger hold a 30-inch fish is just like every other fucking picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I totally I totally get it. But yeah, I just the, it just occurred to me that there the way you said everybody was just like, oh, catching biggers. And then it was just like, wait, you guys are raking in the eaters. And really everybody wants the eater. I mean, nothing wrong. Everybody wants to catch a good one too. Of course, of course, of course. Don't get me wrong. But you want nine out of ten walleyes you catch just to be eaters. <laughs> right. Yep. But then we're like, it depends on what you're doing too. Like, uh, that's just the time of year where you can catch those monsters. Like it was like perfect mm -hmm. timing and stuff. And we're okay. sitting at the fire and everybody else is just like, God, you know, I caught a 30 inch, but I just want some some of those eaters. And I just found to be like, let's switch roles then, dude. <laughs> You come and catch the eaters, and I'll catch those thirty-inch fish. I want the trophy, dude. I catch eaters. I catch eaters all year. I want that trophy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't Do come you... all the way up here. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. You're like I drove all the way up. What the fuck? These guys are like, I don't know. It's just neighborhood. Just in yeah. the neighborhood. Just came over for a weekend. <laughs> just like all these goddamn thirty-inch fish. What the fuck am I supposed to do with these? They're just whining about like the biggest fish you ever caught. <laughs> Really wish we could eat some fish. Guy, get some goddamn Ritz and go back out there and catch another trophy. <laughs> Whiny bitch. <laughs> so, so you you were on a single hook, right? I mean, what you it's just one hook. I was using a jig in the middle. Yeah, a small. You didn't um, have a treble on there or anything like that. It's just no single single just. One, and it was, I can remember, I was using a green, um, Abby, you have <laughs> to play with that toy right here. I'm I recording. barely hear it. I don't even know if the, if the people you can, I can hear it through my headphones. I heard Sorry. it a little bit, a little tiny peep. She's beep. just like crunching and squeaking. It's like, are you kidding me? Right now. It's, uh, right now? What? Talk, right you now. have to be like, trying to talk about walleye. Anyways. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a. Uh, eighth ounce, I can't remember if it was an eighth or a sixteenth ounce, pretty sure it was an eighth ounce knuckleball jig, a fintech knuckleball jig in mm -hmm. green, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that and a fat head. That's it. No, oh. and I was just working it slow. And you just so happened to snag a line like with one uh -huh. single yeah. hook, like yeah, dude. so fucking wild. Like, dude. that's the part that makes it extra crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, it's and like, it's like single hook, dude, with I don't the even balls. Know like how i mean to catch it while you're jigging too that's a relatively weedless yeah. hook yeah if it goes over the top of it 
I yeah. don't catch it. Sure. How would my hook have gone under this line to hook yeah. it? You know, the hook's like yeah. this. That, it, it, like, it's the part of the story to me that makes it the untrue. Like it makes yeah, it the unbelievable I mean, like, part. Okay. So if the hook's like this and I'm and there's a line here and I pull it this way, nothing hooks it. If I pull it this way, it hooks it. But yeah. how does this hook go under it? Because there's a line attached to that jig. Yeah. You know? And 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 for the audio listeners, I'm sorry. I, I cannot describe well what Tim just said. You're gonna have yeah, to go to YouTube and check. I don't that know out. how to tell you guys either. Like I mean, just think about it being a jig mm-hmm. and then just a hook. Right, and because how, there's an entire... That now? Like, there's a whole oh, entire She's part of that, that. No, I can, no, I can't really hear. <laughs> sorry. There's like a whole part of it that can't catch. Like, that's the only thing that I can think in my head. It's just like, there's like a third of a circle that could catch that. At best, I don't know. It's right. it's it's so yeah, crazy to think not about. even. Yeah. Well, no, it's about, about again, forty-five maybe. degrees out of three hundred and sixty-five that could catch, and it's, yeah, it's one just... hook. It's only one. Like, if you take a treble hook, you've just turned three hundred sixty-five yeah, I mean, degrees into three D space. Yeah, and the fact that I like hooked that line and it stayed on my line to like reel it in and then actually like land it. Yep. It's so weird, dude. There's so many what the fucks. Like, I don't know how, like, logistically, when you try to do the math and figure out how that happened. (laughs) No idea. I have no idea. It just goes, your brain shut down. Because you're you're fishing in a 3D space on a 2D plane with a jig, (laughs) is the way I kind of look at it. Pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) dude, it's... Fucking so weird. Yeah. It's like one of those weird, uh, like, where you get it from the the novelty store, where yeah. you're like, you got the two rings, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. These can't come <laughs> apart. But then when you know the trick, they're just like, ting, and they come apart, and you're like, right, right, right. I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> That's what happened. Like, the line would have essentially had to, like, go through my line and then hook the hook. So uh, no clue, dude. I have no so clue. So fucking weird. So fucking weird. Yeah. And if there's ever been a real life like um what is that uh movie Clock where no where like Final Destination. If oh, there's yeah. ever been a real final destination, like that fish was already caught and the line broke. <laughs> right. And then just like some astronomical astronomically impossible catching it it still happens and then i still catch and eat the fish right right, that fish was meant to be ate (laughs) no doubt about it yeah dude (laughs) for sure (laughs) this is so true do this one this one might get a little long and i i have a short version okay but do you have a favorite fishing memory right now like to date, can you could you narrow it down to one even? I th- and I think my favorite fishing memory, yeah. Okay, go. Yeah. No, I just want to say this: the one, this, the crazy true one might be, might be your favorite. 
I don't think it's mine necessarily, just because no. of all the circumstances. Yours isn't either. No, it's You're- mine's. Mine's a crazy cool story, but it's not my favorite fishing moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. what would be a favorite for you? So my favorite fishing moment was just fishing down in Florida. Yeah. When we didn't know anything about like what the Florida fishing was like. And we okay. knew about tarpons and we're like, Hey, yeah. can we go fishing for tarpon? Yeah. And the guy was like, no, nah, that's more of a summer thing. They're all out super deep. I can put you on some other fish. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, God damn it. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of funny. Like Abby's <laughs> little squeakers in the background. I could hear it now. <laughs> she is going bananas, dude. She is like she- sprinting back and forth down the hallway. I don't know what got into her. She's going absolutely crazy. <laughs> She's got the zoomies right now. We've done so many of these podcasts. I guess it's because I'm home alone today and she's just like, nobody's here. I'm doing what I want. <laughs> just, I don't know, dude. Dad and dad's podcasting so I can just yeah. fuck around. Hey, come here. Come here. <laughs> come here. Oh, she ran away. She's just like, uh-uh, she's... dad, that's a come here because he's not happy. She right. dropped the toy and ran the other way. Like, I don't know where she just went. <laughs> She's disappeared. <laughs> she's disappeared into another part of the house entirely. <laughs> yep. She's like, shit. I'm just, I'm not going over there. So you're in Florida <laughs> so, and it's summertime? So is that what I'm I picked in up Florida on? Florida and it's not summertime. It's not summertime. summertime is when you would have caught the fish. We were in Florida in like around Valentine's Day, I think. It was mm. like February something. But yeah. um, when we were down there, it's my favorite fishing moment because, like I said, catching new stuff is always exciting. Mm-hmm. And we went down there and we killed it that day. We caught so many random ass things. Oh, nice. And the fact that it was all yep. stuff I never caught before, like mm-hmm. the whole day was just like the ambiance of it. We're like fishing in like the Everglade type thing where like nice. we're off out shore, but we're like in trees still. You're like, what? I don't even know what this is. <laughs> and we're driving back in shallow water. And there's dolphins that are like surfing our wake. And you're like, dude, this is gnarly. Like our trip to our spot has dolphins just playing with us. What the (laughs) fuck is going on? And then we get out there and we start fishing. And my mom is catching these sheep's head, which are different than the rough fish around here. Right. And they have like molars like people. So they come up and they got like a smile. And you're like, what is that fish? That's crazy. (laughs) And my dad caught a grouper and one of the sheep heads, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then my sister caught a stingray and a blowfish. And the guy yeah. goes, yeah, you know, what's cool about the blowfish. And he like puts it in the bait tank and like squeezes it and it puffs up. And he's like, you can bounce some. And then just goes bam and bounces the fucking thing off the side of the boat into the what? water, like a basketball, what like a bounce what? pass. And we're all like, and he's oh, like, don't shit. worry, it's going to be alive. He's like, don't worry, it doesn't get hurt. It like fills up with water, so like all its vital organs are like a hundred percent. It's all protected. Like it's That's just got a so big. Cre- like, so part not only because it puffs up and gets bigger and says like hey, you're fucked if you try to eat me yeah. because I have spines. Yeah, it's also protecting all its vital or- vital yeah, organs. Yeah, it fills it fills a big cushioning around all its vital organs, so you can't even get to it, even if you like hit it hard. He's like, no worries, it'll deflate in the water. That's sweet. Yeah, and I'm unless you know CTE is a thing with fish, and they just don't know about it because that thing got a concussion for sure. Like because that jarred the fuck out of that thing. Just right, right. boom! Like he slammed it down. It scared us all. We didn't see it coming. He's like, you know what's cool about these? Bam! And we're all like, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 
and then we're fishing um a different spot and i'm catching all these sea trout and those things could fight and they were like they look nice. kind of like trout but they had these dude big fangs like inch and a half to two inch what fangs the on them fuck dude yeah you should google them sometime they're what gnarly the looking yeah i feel like this and, is the first time i'm hearing that what the yeah fuck? and i guess they're really good eating because he was like do you guys want to keep them and we're like we're in a hotel room we don't we can't really cook anything oh, and then he kept them all because he's like they're nice. good eating i'll keep them i'll eat them for supper tonight Hell yeah. And then we caught those and I caught a blue channel cat, like bright blue, like no salt kidding. water. Yeah. So I'm sure it was a small version of what that dude broke the record on. Right. And then I also Sick, caught dude. an oyster cracker. And that's when the guy turned to my dad. And that was another good moment of the thing. And he was like, he can fish. Like he said that, like I was younger. Oh, no. And he's like, he knows way, how to fish. Dude. Yeah. Cause I felt that thing fight, bite. Oh, yep. and a yep. lizard fish. So I caught that oyster cracker and it's so little, such a small thing. And I was like, I thought I felt something, but it doesn't feel like there's anything really on the line now. And I get it up and he's like, oh, you caught an oyster cracker. That doesn't happen a lot. You know, and it yeah, was because dude. I detected the bite, even though right. it wasn't much. Right. And this thing Sick. had such a big mouth on it and it was so little. It looked like I could grab the mouth and just like push the tail like through. It's like just inverted if I wanted to just. Bloop, no you know? way. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> like a baby sock. Mouth. <laughs> yeah right exactly his mouth was way bigger than its body was Crazy. and then the lizard fish looked like a snake but then he showed me Ew. i'm like did i catch a snake and he's like no it's a lizard fish and then he showed me that it has fins and stuff so it's technically still a fish what the but fuck? they call it a lizard fish and it looks like a snake uh, some kind of fucking in-between evolution yeah weirdo shit Ick. yeah so that was uh, that was i just hate things that swivel and not swivel like <laughs> slither yeah. in the water freaks me out right so i well, think that was my uh, that is i gotta so say that's my favorite like besides catching some of the monsters because i've got like real adrenaline rushes off of catching huge fish oh yeah yeah for sure but as a whole that moment was like my whole family we're all catching fish we right. killed it that day right we're none of these fish I've ever seen before. So every fish we land is exciting. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, what is that? Sure. What is that? And my sister's fighting. Dude, stingrays fight like a motherfucker. No shit. She was we thought it was absolute monster she had on. Like she could okay. not get this thing in. It's pulling drag and stuff because of how flat it is. I was gonna and say when it she must got be it in, size, it's like, like a dinner area. plate. Yeah, it was like a dinner plate size stingray. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like Good not size. a big fish it's... at all. But I mean, it's a good size. It's a small ray, but like, yeah, right, yeah, okay. But I Anyways. mean, like, the way it was fighting, like in mm -hmm. Minnesota, that would have been a 25, 30 pound fish. Oh my god, and down there because it's just pulling drag. She's like, zoo, zoo, and he's like, you know, wow. trying to get it up, and he knew it. It's like, he's probably staying right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy how you spend that much time on the water and you get it, but that's all the more proof or that had to make the the memory great is like this guy called the ray from you know how far yeah. away so to well, say it's like from when how I far catch away. A, yeah it's like when i catch a fish in minnesota i can most of the time tell you what kind of fish i have on the line just by yeah. the way it's fighting yeah because the time so on I'm the water sure down there when you got drag pulling like that there's only a couple of options right and you know and he's like and he's like we don't it's, it's probably like we don't have no leader on you know it's sure. fighting like it could be a shark but that shark would have bit through your line I'm going stingray. Right. Going stingray. That's the same yep. thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And then to get props from that guy for you, it's like. Oh, dude. Right. 
Yeah, that that, that had to felt, add to the memory of like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. That put me on the path of like, talk about confidence when a chartering fisher guy, and you're fishing in a place you've never fished, never before, fished before. Salt. Leans, this is a freshwater fisherman on salt water. Yeah, and yeah. he just goes, "Can you fish?" You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that that yeah. like and southern just, and to say way to your too. dad too, like has yeah. that special nod to it, right? Dude, and just the way southern people talk, like you just like I heard it, and they just like the way they talk, it just sounds. Like, yeah, you can fish. You know, right? <laughs> it's just like, right. All right. <laughs> You're like hell yeah! Like it, it gives you that little like boost of confidence, like you said, like yeah, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> just turn around, like give a little dab of the cap. <laughs> uh, uh, he can fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I never wear hats. <laughs> no, no, I do now. I do now, but I didn't then. So yeah, this is because we're going bald and you have to wear. Still would have been funny. Just like, mm. I wear it now because I learned mm-hmm. that like when you're in the water and you're sight fishing and you do this a lot, you know, mm. trying to see in the water. And then I was like, you just hey, put your hand over your eyes, or hey, you, you basically do the ball cap. The, the baseball yeah, yeah. bill cap thing. Exactly. Where I'm like, every time I want to see in the water better, I do this. And then I go, hey, that's what I, that's what a hat does. Hey. <laughs> I, should just, I should just get a hat. I should get so a hat. So I don't have hey. to do that. Yeah, this is stupid. Why am I doing this all the time? Oh, that's why people wear hats. I get it now. <laughs> you know? oh, it's all making sense. <laughs> yeah. There's a function. You know, it's not just for looks. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So mine's a quick one. I do want to share it. Because you brought up yours. It, uh, mine's just a quick, not, mine's not even an end cap. Mine's just a, because to get it out there. My, one of my favorite fishing memories is smallmouth bass. Yep. So it starts at that lake at Auburn, at Lake Auburn. Yep. And my mom caught the biggest fish of the day. It was a smallmouth I later learned in life. And that's that that's not it. That's not the memory I'm going to. But it connects to my favorite one because that one from my childhood is like, oh, that was pretty cool. And it makes it it makes the memory of my favorite one even cooler to know like, oh yeah. That smallmouths are dope. Smallmouth catch it's like catching a smallmouth is sick. We were in Hutchinson, or Hutch, as real people call it, and we were fishing the dam, and it had just been redone. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, but yep. the, the, the yeah. people might not know. How do you explain it, Tim? They like they took down an old school dam to put in a new school dam? I don't know yeah, how they, else to put they that. Went, well, they, I mean, they really went like ornamental with it, too. It used to be just like an old school, like it was really, you know, just a dam where mm-hmm. the water would go over it and I'm yeah. assuming they would use it for like, you know, maybe just regulation of the water. I don't right. know if there was like any power source set up there. No, I don't think but so. They took it, but they took it down and they went like a multi-tier thing. Like there's a bunch of rocks and stuff that they mm-hmm. put in and yep. like, they and it should really it help look, the fish move. Yeah. They made it look really nice and, you know, yep. gave, gave some more, you know, structure and, water movement and stuff. It's almost yeah, like and it looks really good too. You're right with the ornamental thing. It's like, yeah. it looked really, it looked really pretty too. Yeah. And so this was not too long after that, you know, it could have been like a year or two after they did that. And by the way, go over to episode, go over to uh, the episode 34. And we talked about dams, yo. 
so there's more in dams, but so this had just got done in Hutch and we were fishing up at the top of the dam. And this was around the time of like the crash, the housing crash and all this other shit. Right. Sure. And so I'd started taking up fishing again because I was like, I want something to do just yep. that isn't <laughs> costing me a fucking million dollars. It's like, I got to stop fucking going out of the bar and drinking every night. Just fucking go get my fix. Fishing. Yeah, fishing's expensive, but bar it can drinking be. is crazy. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but for me, it was, it was pretty basic. We were just casting whatever. And, and my now wife was, was with me and we were like, just looking for something to do. And yep. I was like, well, you know, Tim just hooked me up with this rod reel combo you know, we can go get you something and let's, let's just go out and just fish the dam. Who gives a shit? We're outside. That was kind of like the whole mentality. Yeah. Throw on whatever. Doesn't matter. And all of a sudden, bam, she gets a big hit. Huge. I remember having to pick it up out of the water for her, like yeah. lean over the nice. dam, you know, cause we're just on the grass and the, and there's a wall cause we're on the top part of the dam I remember having to lean over and pull that some bitch out. And that one, we actually got a photo of, and I sent to you right away. And you're like, yep. Do you remember it? That was on the Instagram someplace. Did we put it up? Good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I did for a throwback Thursday. Fuck yeah. Good, good, good. Check us out on Instagram. Real AFTV, real like fishing real, because then you'll see this photo. I was going to go find it. And if we didn't already have it up, but yeah. And that's the biggest smallmouth that I've ever been a part of. Um, yeah, because I know going back to like the one that my mom caught, like I yep. wasn't really part of that. I was a kid. Right. And it sure. wasn't this big. I just I just know it wasn't this big. And it was. Yeah, it's just. It's all the events around it that were like, who cares? We're outside. I don't think we're going to catch anything. A new dam had just been made. Uh, so we're just going to like kind of walk around this park. But of we're going to fish just to just yeah. to have something else to do. Like that's going to be the reason why we go there. And then there's going to be other things. And then all of a sudden, bam, this big fish hits and it fought yeah, well. Man. And it was just like the, Oh yeah. And it's the only smallmouth ever that I've ever, ever been a part of catching. Golly jeepers. Like directly in. Yeah. That's crazy. I've caught smallmouth on lakes they're not even supposed to be on. I know. You always <laughs> tell that story, and I'm just like, fuck, man. I've literally yeah, pulled dude, in one re- in my entire life. It wasn't even me. I, I remember talking to you about that like after you caught it, because I remember you yeah. sending a picture, and I'm like, yep. oh, damn, dude, smallmouth bass. And you were mm-hmm. like, yeah, it fought well. And I was like, yeah, dude, they fight like hell. You know? Yeah. yeah. You caught one of the best fighting fish pound for pound in the world. Right. And it was a good size smallmouth too. I mean, it was decent. Oh yeah. It was a good fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dude, smallmouth are so fun. And in the river, they know how to use the current. Man, can they fight. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was, yeah, yeah, it was great. And and she got to fight it and like, I got to pluck it out of the water because, you know, she just, she wasn't going to go down there and get it. And we had to, and I was like, oh fuck no, we're landing this fish. And yeah. Yeah. It's just, and, and, at the time, you know, it was just like a casual fucking hangout, really. And now right. she's my wife. And it's just like, yeah, I look back at that really fondly now, like with an extra yeah. level of fondness. Oh. She has my, she's my 
baby's mom, you know? <laughs> right, dude, for sure. And like just those if if nobody else out there has experienced these moments of like catching a new personal best, when you haven't caught it before and you're able to catch that fish and you're able to land it. Like I could tell you about tons of moments that I've had great times where, especially when you're like sight fishing and you see it, there have been two yeah. different times, one with a large mouth, one with a small mouth. Both of them were, you know, around like five and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. And one was underneath a pontoon boat. The other was over in some reeds when it was like spawning time. I know exactly where everything was. I know what lure I was using. I remember every piece of equipment. I know exactly yes. what was happening. Yes. That is why you are on a fishing podcast. And (laughs) and when I cast these things out and the fish comes out both times without fail, I cannot help myself. I just go, it's a fucking monster. It's a monster. Get the, get in that. And then I'm like, you know, getting down, like trying to like, oh, Jesus fucking great. Oh, and then we land it and they go, oh, 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 you know, like looking in the net, like, oh, shit, dude. Like, yes. And especially with that smallmouth, because yep. I'm like, is it and like I get it in the net? I'm like, is that a, like when it came out? I was like, was that a smallmouth? Do I have a smallmouth? And I landed. I'm like, is it a fucking smallmouth? You know, that's not even supposed to have a smallmouth on there. I'm just freaking the fuck oh, out. Right, it's like a right, five right. pound fish. Like, right. look at the size of this smallmouth. They're not even supposed to be smallmouth on this lake. What is happening right now? You know, and like that and the okay. other, that, that largemouth bass was the biggest largemouth bass I ever caught. When I set the hook, it mm-hmm. rolled over sideways and I couldn't tell exactly how big it was but the flash in the water yeah i literally go it's a monster and everybody (laughs) else in the boat like thought i was joking and then they saw it jump and they go oh my god this is a big fish i'm just like yeah it's big it's big it's big (laughs) and then i land it and like i have a picture of that someplace too and i'm holding it up and like dude the smile on my face is like sorry shannon if you're listening to this the smile on my face (laughs) And that bass picture is bigger than the smile on my face in my wedding photo. <laughs> like, dude, like if you know those, and those aren't even yep. my favorite moments. I'm just letting people right. know that, like, if you go fishing, like, it's more than what some people think. Like, oh, oh, go out there and like, no, there's an adrenaline rush. I think you've even said that before. Yeah. Like, like oh, you weren't aware of it that. until you caught the big fish. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, damn, you're getting an adrenaline rush. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, it's when you catch a big fish, like yep. a rare one, you know, again, yeah. a rare one, there's yep. that adrenaline rush. It comes oh, with everything. Sure. Yeah. You open a pack of cards, you pull a rare card, and it's like, oh, shit. Right, right. Yeah. Like, it's just, yep. I see a nice car go past. A, a lot of times I'll hear it first. Boom, whoop, <laughs> what was that? You know what just happened? What just happened? Where is that oh, thing coming from? And with and with fishing, knowing, you know, like all those other things are kind of like choice encounters. But with yep. fishing, knowing that you had a chance that like you did that, you right. made that happen. Right. You were the one that got that giant fish. Yep. Yep. Just like when you land it, you're just like yeah. the sense of achievement and all that shit, right? That hits you. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and that's why Instagram exists. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to show everybody my <laughs> Oh, shit, dude. That, that is true. That is true. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up. Otherwise, we're just going to start telling fishing stories all night. And I wanted to keep it to our favorite one. And oh, to yeah. Our, and like, unbelievable one. Right. Right. Which, and that's why I'm just saying, like, 
those exciting ones. Like you got to go out there and you got to catch ones because you're going to get yeah. these stories. Right. You have right. these exciting ones. I have these exciting ones. I have yeah. Yeah. plenty of stories I could tell, but there's that one that's going to stand out amongst yeah. all of them. And it's not going to happen unless you go a lot. If you just go one time, maybe you'll kill it that one time, but I don't know right. how you have a great fishing story to tell story to tell one time and then After you never one even try time. it again. Right, right, Even right. if you have it that one time, how would you be like, we went out. It was awesome. Have you went again? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> like, right, what? right, right. You liked yeah. it though, right? No. Yeah, I did. But you know, but you're not going to go again? <laughs> right. Okay, I don't, okay. I don't that's understand. weird. <laughs> yeah. You ever been on a roller coaster? Yeah, dude, it's so cool. You ever been back? No. I don't nah. ever go back. Nah, I'm good. Just went on once. What? Yeah. What? No. I, you go on the fucking next s- roller coaster right yeah. next to it immediately after that. I had sex one time. It was fantastic. Have you done it again? I'm a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> right, what, right. There's something wrong with you, man. What's wrong go and, with you? Go enjoy the good things in life. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That is a perfect, perfect thing. It's just like, yeah, that is what real AF TV is about, dude. Just fucking like, seriously. S- Share this with your friends that don't fish. <laughs> We're trying to get people fishing. <laughs> yeah. And then, then, you know what you go in and then you can like multiply it, do all these things on the same day. You catch that big fish. You're feeling good about yourself. Go ride a roller coaster and see if your wife wants to do stuff later that night. <laughs> Triple it up. Just My go. best fishing day. My best fishing memory is like this. And it has some added Added bonuses bonus. afterwards. We're not going to go into all of them, but it, it was a good day, buddy. Good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. Well, we got to hit the break and switch over to the other topic we talk about quite a bit around here on the Real AF TV podcast. Food. Love yep. cooking. We love fucking cooking. Yeah. But I... Tim, you're one of my cooking friends. Hell yeah. That's the way I put it. You're one of my cooking yep. friends. You're you and your wife are the people that when we go hang out with, we cook with. Yes. We do it on yep. purpose. Or we go somewhere we really cook. dope that has food and then we cook in the morning. So that still means we cook with. Fuck. That didn't make any sense. Erase that from your brains. Hey man, we do social things. Right. Fishing, cooking. Yeah. And, and and so, yeah, you you guys are one of the people that we cook with. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, we got to talk about how did we even get into cooking? How did that even start? Because obviously we started hanging out in high school, wasn't yeah. cooking. How did that happen? That's what we don't have to get into. Well, whatever. We're going to get into it. How did cooking happen for us? That's coming up in the random take. Hit the break. Hello, friends and family. It's patreon.com slash realaftv. That is bringing you this ad. It's patreon.com slash realaftv. That's right. I'll say it again. Patreon.com slash realaftv. Because that is the best way to help support the Real AFTV podcast is by going over to Patreon and just subscribing to whatever tier fits your budget. Am I right, Tim? Yeah. If you don't have a lot of money, we don't care. You know, I told, we get it. 
We get it. But if you can help us out, it'd be much appreciated. That's right. We have big dreams. We have ambitions. We have studios. We have video editing. And we also have a want to build a fishing community that is uh, a little outside the norm, I guess, I would say. Is that inaccurate? No, I think it's accurate. Okay. We're not necessarily your typical fishermen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I mean, like, which kind of fisherman do you know that you could run into on the lake wearing some sort of, like, weird garb and listening to K-pop? <laughs> you know? Right? Do you have We're an different. uncle that does that? Probably not, but if you do... You should share the Real AFTV podcast with them and let them know that yeah. we're on Patreon. <laughs> let them know we're on the same page. Right. Also, that's not all we're about. We're about a lot of things. Come right. find but out. That, with <laughs> that sort of non-traditional feel is is part of like the community that we're trying to build over on Patreon.com. And, and all are welcome, of course. But just an example of the fact that you're into K-pop? Cool. Come over to Real AFTV on Patreon. Right. Join the conversation because me and Tim are all about it. We have exclusive episodes that we will do on Patreon. We have custom lures that we will make up if you subscribe on Patreon. And we also have as little as $1 per month that you can subscribe for on Patreon. It doesn't really matter to us what you subscribe at we just want you to join the conversation join the community hey you do what you can also this is only an ad for the patreon remember we're gonna stay free we're gonna stay on the podcast feeds we're gonna stay on those that stuff's always free patreon's about getting the extras exactly like if you want us to do a random take on the k-pop there's a tier where you can vote on what you want the episode to be about. That's right. Be like, my uncle needs to hear you guys talk about K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> and we will do it. So go over to realaf.tv slash Patreon. It'll shoot you over to our Patreon page. And you can help support the Real AF TV podcast as directly as possible. And even more the Real AF TV YouTube channel where we have videos, a lot of videos, but we will start making more about fishing instead of just making the video podcast. That's right. It's coming. And if you keep up with us on Patreon, if you join us on Patreon, you can keep up with us even more behind the scenes. Yep. All right. Now you can go over to Monster Bass and help support the podcast through monster bass and that is found at realaf.tv slash monster bass it'll shoot you over to monster bass where they know that we sent you and that will help support the real af tv podcast again it's realaf.tv slash monster bass it'll shoot you over using our custom url and you yep. can help support the podcast through that tim what is real what is monster bass monster bass Monster Bass is a subscription to a box that comes to you every month. They have different 
tiers of their boxes as well. And so by going there through our website or through our link, it's you're you getting it. awesome stuff and you're helping us out. And That's it's right. no different than what you would be doing just going to their website except for you're helping us out while you're doing it. Yeah, that's right. And it's a subscription box too, which means that it's a surprise, right? Like Surprise. Yes. So what you're looking at is bass fishing, lures, and terminal tackle and stuff to work with your soft plastics and stuff that they be sending you out. And it gives you a little brochure of what you all get and what the prices would be if you were buying them individually and stuff. And they're making this box for where you live. Like if you're in Minnesota and it's a little bit colder water and we're not having as big of fishes down south, you're not getting the giant lures that they have down south because those aren't going to really catch fish here. Right. I mean, they will, but... It's not what you should be using for the most part. They're right. doing, you know, they're professionals and they know what they're putting in that box, which is another great point. If you have a beginner that you're trying to get some stuff for, if you are trying to mm-hmm. set somebody up, like a lot of us are, you know, everybody's still learning. There's, mm-hmm. if you hear anybody that says they got it all figured out and there's nothing more that they can learn, that person's a liar. There's a something liar. wrong with them. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Everybody, even the professionals are constantly learning new things and they're pros. So if you are trying to learn some new techniques and stuff and or if you have somebody who's just getting into this stuff and doesn't know what to buy, these boxes are perfect because these are set up for where you live and they are giving you baits that will catch bass. Yeah. And like I said, the terminal tackle, terminal tackle is like your hooks and weights and stuff. So if they're giving you a soft plastic, they're giving you a hook that'll set up with it nicely, you know, or they might, you get some bullet weights or whatever. So you set it up if, you know, say they give you a worm, they're like, here's the bullet weight and the hook so you can Texas rig, or there's just the weight so you can weightless weight, you know, rig it. Mm -hmm. Or there's like the, the, I've got a box before where they have the weight pegs so you can peg the weight. Nice. Which is another way, you know, it's a Texas rig that you can stop it. But they give you all these things that will really help you become a better fisherman and learn the different techniques and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times, mine were coming in bags. I don't know if it's the same for everybody else, but that's what I was getting. And the bags work as great storage and stuff. It's all yeah. around awesome. Yeah. You get your lures and you have a perfect place to put them and you could write down what the what's in your bags and stuff i have so many of these bags now my tackle box is better for it i'm better organized for it and i have so many lures and they're out there you know scouring the earth for these lures i have some lures from brands that i've never heard of before and they're not bad they're just awesome they're it's just like you know you didn't know about these guys because they're just not that big yet it's like a mom and pop shop i don't know or whatever but Mm -hmm. So exciting to get a lure you've never seen before. Yeah. And that gives, honestly, for me, I feel like I have an edge. When I'm out there fishing a lure that nobody else has seen, right. nobody else hasn't seen it, those fish, those fish. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. Great, great points. And that is going to realaf.tv slash monsterbass. And then it will shoot you over to Monster Bass. And that's what Tim was just talking about was the Monster Bass subscription box or bag or you know whatever you happen to get at that time 
it is going to help you catch more fish. So go to realaf.tv slash monster bass and they will hook you up with what you need for your area and it will also help out the Real AF TV podcast. It's a Again, win-win. RealAFTV.com. But RealAFTV. RealAF.TV. <laughs> slash Monster Bass. I'm keeping all that in because that is how we do it on RealAFTV. Go to RealAF.Monster slash T dot V <laughs> and get your bag box of lures today. <laughs> <laughs> and we keep it in because we learn from our mistakes <laughs> welcome back to the real AFTV podcast the show about fishing and random takes from Atlanta 10,000 lakes we are in the random take and we are talking about food again it's been a minute since we talked about food it's, it's a pretty pretty hefty topic if you look at the back catalog I think and the reason yeah. being I believe is because me and tim are cooking friends if you're listening to this on the friday you already heard that if you listen to the fishing topic but if you're listening to sort of split out on friday that's the reason why i wanted to bring this topic up we're cooking friends cooking friends we became friends early in high school at the beginning of high school yeah it was literally the start of high school Yep. We weren't cooking then. We were just fucking eating everything in our parents' fridges. Well, I mean, I was trying. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. I knew how to make omelets pretty early on. Oh, really? Yep. Because that's a new skill for me, so we'll get into that. All right. But the reason why I wanted to bring it up, or the, 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 the conversation sentence right starter for this is how did we get into cooking how did you get into cooking tim and how did that end up being something that we did together yeah we'll get there we'll get there sure sure but like what was it that got you you know i i've always been kind of like a creative person yeah for sure. and when i was younger I think a lot of it was wanting to like impress my parents and stuff. Yeah. And drawing pictures and stuff always got them to be like, oh, that's pretty good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted it to be like, you know, and still to this day, I want to cook where it's not like I just know how to make something. I want to cook and have somebody go, oh, damn. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, for real, for real. So huh? it's it's like I just always, I don't know. I it, I don't know if it's something in my, like, subconscious that wants everybody to tell me, like, that was a good job, Tim. And I just go, thanks. <laughs> yes. Thank you for making me feel good about myself. You know, I right, don't know. Right, right, But, yeah, like, right, I remember when I was younger, that there was a time I do no idea what I was doing when I was little. Yeah. No clue well, whatsoever. Well, even in high school, that's why I said it. Like, I don't even remember being dude, able to cook at 14, 15, when, 16 years old. Yeah, dude, I'm younger than that. I'm in, like, the kitchen. My parents aren't home. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's like their anniversary or something. 
Okay. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to make them something. I'm going to impress them, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and this was before like Google. So you couldn't just like Google anything and just be like, oh, this is how you cook. You know, right. like now kids right. can watch YouTube video and be like, yeah. oh, that's why it didn't work. Right, right. But back yeah, then, you watch like, Master, just... Chef, Master Chef Junior, and half of those <laughs> kids are in their interviews, and they're like, "Well, I just started watching these YouTube cooking videos," and you're like, "Fuck you, kid!" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're just like, "Why do you think you can win this?" Well, I have pretty good knife skills. I know how my flambés are on point. And you're just like, I, I didn't even know what any of those words meant. <laughs> right. I didn't have knife you know, skills knife in my vocabulary skills. when I was fucking 11 years old. Get out of here. Yeah, like you mean like you can juggle them or what? No, I <laughs> cut the food well. And you're like, we can all cut food. And they're like, I, can't, I cut it accurately thin slices really good. fast. And I don't <laughs> chop my fingers off. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Mm. But, Mm. But, <laughs> but, uh, so I remember one time where I wanted to make something for them and I had no idea what I was doing. And I grabbed like just ingredients out of the fridge. And I remember getting like some ham and it's just like deli ham. And I chopped this up into little tiny pieces and I'm like taking my time dicing it up. I microwave that because I'm like, and now you cook it right or whatever. And then I right. cook and I microwave that and it heats up. And then that's as far as I got before I'm like, wow, what do I do now? And then they came <laughs> home and I wanted to keep it as a surprise. So I like put it in a cupboard. In a cupboard. And then I forgot about it. Oh, and no. And a while later, they're just like, oh, what is this? And I'm just like, oh, that's ham. And they're like, you need to refrigerate meat. And I'm like, but I like cooked it. And they're like, you can't, even after it's cooked or whatever, it has to go back in the fridge. And like, oh, yeah. And then, like, honestly, I forgot about it. Like, I was going to try to cook for you guys. And then I hit it. And then I forgot what I was doing because I just kind of went off on this whim. So that was, like, one of the first times I ever tried was I just diced and microwaved the ham and then hit it in the cover. (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that so much because I don't even I don't even remember having any of that. Any of that. I was just a lazy kid who just made sandwiches all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I made my share of peanut butter and jelly, and I'm weird with it. Like, to this day, I don't like yeah. doing peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other. I put peanut butter on there, I put jelly on it, and then I stir them together. No way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then I spread it out, and then I put I like to have it. Like... So you have a separate dish? No, nah, but I stirred together on top of one of the pieces of bread. Really? Yep, <laughs> with all, dude. I just been like uh, all my okay. life. Like I just want even bites. I don't want it to like screw up. And yeah, I get that. Uh, the jelly doesn't like squeeze out when you do it like that because it becomes me. like the same viscosity as the peanut butter. Yeah, it's like pasty. No kidding. So you don't have to worry about like squeezing out all that shit. It makes oh, it, like shit. a little bit less pasty than peunut butter, but way less runny than jelly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh so, and the weird thing was, is like just... one time, like we saw that Smucker stuff in the grocery store where it's like Goober? the peanut butter and jelly together. Is, was that what it is? Like the goobers? Goober, dude. I remember and my Goober. wife was like, Goober that's perfect. You're going to want that. And I'm just like, hell no. I, no, I started together myself. No, I just made... no shortcuts in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you got me thinking now. I'm like, oh, I should just put peanut butter and jelly into the same fucking container. Mix it up. 
and then just have them ready bread. to go. Just have a oh. peanut butter and jellies. Did we just hack fucking peanut butter and jellies? That's going to be the name of the split when it comes out. Peanut yeah. butter and jelly hack. We'll put it in a jar and just call it the hack. Just call it the hack. Of, it sounds a lot better than goobers. <laughs> Fuck. Who came That's, up with that shit? Everybody's going to want to eat goobers. Are they? Sounds disgusting. Are they? Are they though? Goobers. Why don't you, you just call that shit loogies? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Fucking gross, dude. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Which I, I had Vegemite before. Oh, yeah? yeah it's pretty. It, it It's not loogies. But <laughs> it, 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 it kind of tastes like a burnt loogie. Oh, gross. I've heard things where it's they're just so like, gross. it is disgusting. You know, I've it's heard so gross. I brought back, I brought some back from Australia. So don't fucking at me, internet. I got it from the source. <laughs> it is fucking nasty. It's yeah, dude, nasty. I don't understand it. It, it, it tastes like my sandwich. Yeah, exactly. And it tastes like burnt loogies. And I say that only having smelled them. I've spit many loogies onto fires in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah yeah it tastes like that smell and that is disgusting <laughs> it tastes like that smell yes it does it's so that's gross. so gross <laughs> it's so disgusting i've never wanted acquired to taste vegemite i guess less. right <laughs> what i've never wanted to eat vegemite less yeah please that's oh, that i've was heard my bad things point. but that sounds so gross dude it's fucking it's so nasty anyways so that was your that was your start. So you've kind of always always been into cooking? Is that yeah, fair a little to say? bit? Yeah, that was like the first time I ever tried to make anything. I know like a little bit later I got older and more sophisticated and for it was like another anniversary thing and I'm like, I'm gonna make my parents banana flambe. You know? Did you I, really? found, I found a recipe. No, here's the thing. So I found my parents don't drink. Right. The only wine I could find was some homemade shit she got from a coworker like years before, and nobody ever touched it. So I'm like, they're never gonna drink this shit. Homemade. So th- there's no corkscrew. I'm trying to figure out how to get the wine out. Ever even, I pour it in there, and then come to learn, yeah, you, you really got to be cooking on gas to make that work. You right. can't do the flambe part on the. <laughs> <laughs> an electric stove. Right, right, so I just got like this soupy, gross mix. I don't burn off any of the alcohol. <laughs> just kind of the boiling blob of my parents come home. I just got this weird soup of bananas in it. I'm just like I tried to make you guys banana flambe. <laughs> <laughs> that that was maybe like I don't know, 14 or 15 years old when that I tried is to do awesome, that. Awesome, dude. I didn't know nothing. I just read that that again, like, you know, no YouTube. That was just reading the instructions where it's just like, right. put all this, cook this, ignite the f- thing. And I'm just like, all right. right. You know, it doesn't tell you any extra steps on how to do this. I'm just like, it's yeah. just going to happen. Right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm safe enough to handle fire. I'll do this. It'll burst into flames and then I'll, you know, it'll be yeah. cool. I'll wait for it and to then burn it off didn't, and, and I'm just like, how come I can't? Yeah, and then I go and get like a lighter stick, and I'm trying to like light it, and just like just like, it doesn't burn at all. And then like you learn that like you can't just use like a low alcohol wine either. You gotta put like some like legit stuff. I think <laughs> that's what I was called, gonna say. I, I mean, at least you had the right idea to go get yeah. the lighter. That can right. work. It does. And work. I think it's I think it's French 
the banana flambe I think is French, so I'm assuming it probably called for like cognac or something, where it's right. like a forty percent alcohol liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I had no idea what I was doing. So <laughs> yeah, I've always tried, but it it took a while before I was actually like cooking. There was yeah. a lot of yep. there was a lot of trial and error and never really giving it a shot. Right. Right. Until I got old enough to like cook on my you know, where it became like I needed to cook. And then I'm like, oh shit, I better learn this. And then I started learning stuff. Yeah. 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 For sure. No, that, that, that's, that's, uh, I didn't have all those early stuffs because the only thing that I ever did was fucking make ramen. Like I was so lazy. I just depended on my mom to cook good shit all the time. (laughs) And, And it wasn't, I shouldn't say lazy. Yeah, no, that's the right term because I was also too lazy to just get up and get a snack when I felt like it. I don't know. This video game's better. I'm fine. I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) It also led to some dehydration. But the point is, (laughs) (laughs) because I wouldn't get up and get water either. Um, the, The point that I'm trying to make is I didn't, I didn't have that early go like you did. I didn't have that early uh, want to create like you did. Sure. I'm a creative person. Yes. Yep. I, I'm, I very much own that and, and say that and like work in the creative, you know, the podcast is creative. That's just an example of it. The, the, the part that I started to figure out about food was that it's creative after I started cooking or that was the motivation to start cooking almost. It was like, I saw Ratatouille. Oh yeah. I'm that person, right? Like I'm the, the technology, like I've always been a big Pixar fan. Like I've always been a big fan of CG. It's like, Holy shit. That just made me think completely different. And it's so fucking weird to think about that it was a Pixar movie that made me think differently <laughs> about food. It made me see that creative spark when I was already doing creative. Sure. I, rem- I remember video editing and watching Ratatouille in the background. Just like that was my background TV. And at some point it just like clicked. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I get it. So it was, it was very, very, weird for me but also not out of character i guess like it, it, yeah of course you would get it from that you nerd you geek <laughs> yeah and and so i didn't get into it until you know early 2000s like i didn't get into cooking until the early 2000s okay really. just sure. like looking back on it and it was just kind of garbage food until then that was the other thing that i realized is just like just would go buy shit that would just go in the microwave that oh would just yeah go, that would just go uh that was it <laughs> anything that could go in the <laughs> microwave or a frozen pizza <laughs> sure like that was the only time i would turn on the oven for the frozen pizza so that that was the weird turning point and then the recession hit it like I didn't get hit by it. Cause I think about 2007 ish, it was, it was on the cusp. It was hitting a few people. It was hitting, it had started and yeah. 
I had been on, I had been at a company that wasn't hit by it. Okay. And then, and then it, it dragged on and dragged on and dragged on and then it got them. Sure. And then I was like, oh shit, what am I doing? Like, I can't, hmm. I, it kind of hit me. I was like, wait a minute. I think because of Ratatouille, right? It made me kind of think like, I think I can make that thing that I'm buying yeah. all the time and it'll be less money <laughs> because we just got hit by the recession and I think I'm going to lose my job. Sure. And there was just like the spark in that and the realization of the creativity and that I was already doing creative things. Right. And it, it right. just kind of all snowballed into one big like, yep. realization, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that happens for a lot of people. I think that's like yeah, a big reason of why I started cooking all the different things that I cook now, you know? What do you mean? It Well, like it all, you know, it all started with the, we were talking about the omelets. So before yeah. I start getting into my thing, you were saying like you like just recently started doing omelets? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we can get into Let's do omelets. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting it, so I wasn't fully prepared. And that's why I just put in that like buffer sentence of like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, uh, I have done omelets before, but I put okay. in time on omelets last year. Yeah. And by time, I mean, this is this is the creative part about the creative, the learning part, right? There's like, even just, just going back to the, the fishing thing is like, learn from your mistakes, right? Like the whole yeah. really FTV concept almost it, it, it's, I put in time on omelets. It was like every Sunday or every other Sunday for, you know, six months, I would yeah. say we're making omelets. We have onions, we have peppers, we have deli ham or whatever protein, you know, kind of leftover. We have yep. leftover chicken from Friday night. So Saturday oh, morning, yeah, we're doing omelets. Everything in there. Right. And that's that's also the good thing about omelets, right? Yep. Doesn't matter what you put in it. It's uh -uh. about the egg. It's yeah. About the, it's about the shell. And so different pans, different lubricants, different heat. Like I fucking went the... in last year right i just wanted to say that part not about the shell of the egg it's about the shell of the omelet which is the egg <laughs> <laughs> talking those words out i would have never caught that but as someone who's listening <laughs> thank you for clarifying <laughs> yeah 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 so like i found a different because uh because me and my wife have been cooking almost the whole time we've been uh, together. It, it's been one of the things that brought us together is when we started living together, we started getting all kinds of different pans. So I had all kinds of, like, I got a 12, I got a 10, I got an eight, Yeah, you know, yep. like I have all these different kinds of frying pans. And so that was already there for me to start experimenting on omelets. And that is how, I said, like, I, I just started omelets and that's why, because I just started really focusing on it because of 
Eggs were cheap then. They're fucking ridiculous now. Um, they're easy to put leftovers in, right? So they're the perfect yep, Saturday yep. morning gig. Yep. And we had the equipment already. It was just a matter of like, hey, will this like teaspoon of butter do the trick? Or is it better to just put spray in it? It will high heat do the trick. Oh yeah. Like it, there was, there was so much it's, it takes so much to just nail an omelet and I didn't look it up. Oh, okay. Just I just experimented. It. All right. So that was, so, that, 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 that's the creative part of it, right? That's the fun of yeah. it. Just like discovering it for yourself. So now are you, are you doing it where you fold it? So I do, uh, Fold on both sides. So crack an egg or yep. scramble, scramble an egg, right? Pour it in, yep. let it, let it do its thing. Center up the fillings right in the yeah. middle of the circle. Fold right, fold left, flip it over. Oh yeah. You do it like a Perkins style. Sure. Yeah. I do. I always do just a half, just one. So I have like a half moon. Oh, and I yeah, put yeah, yeah. more filling all the way around that. I just put all the filling on the one side and then on the I one side. Over. Like I got just a nice, but I yeah. wondered if you folded it because there are other ways to do it. Like I learned when we went to Jamaica, do you, rem- did you get an omelet in there? Yeah, I did. But we refresh my memory. They take like, it was like an omelet bar and you yep. get all of your ingredients and stuff. They throw yep. it all in with the scrambled eggs. And they will take a ladle, like a, yep. just a little tiny ladle, a teaspoon of oil, put it on their hot pan, and throw the whole thing in there. They don't flip shit. They mix all the ingredients in with the egg, cook it on one side, flip it, cook it on the other, and they give it to you. Yep. It's not, that's what an omelet is for them, and it's awesome. Yes. It's kind of like when they fry it in that oil, it's almost like a if you ever had like an egg foo young at... Sure. The, the Chinese restaurant has like a weird fluffiness to it. And I'm sure they're like yep. frying their egg like kind of the same way. And so they don't fold it. But like I learned that you take the egg and like you said, you do. Are you doing more than one egg? Uh, no. We're really? One egg omelets. Damn, dude. Yeah. Super I do thin. Like Just three. Fucking... I'm doing yeah. like three eggs. Oh, shit. Yeah, I do thick eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, so like I learned, and I can't even remember where I learned it from. And because I remember like learning about it in the facts, which was like the cooking class, you know, facts. Like, oh, if, facts, the cook. Yeah. F- family I knew, economics or whatever. Yeah. I, don't know. I knew how to make omelets when they try to teach us how to make omelets in there. So I Damn. come in there just like fucking firing it up, killing it. Just like. You know, they're just like, no, you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, shut I got this shit. Yeah, Go to help somebody it. else. <laughs> I'm about to make and eat this omelet. Give me some space. This is just <laughs> snack time for me, motherfuckers. Get out of here. <laughs> yep. And just <laughs> this is completely random. I'm going to go back to the omelet in a second. I just have to say there was a girl in my facts class that was very socially awkward, never got in any trouble. And in fact, she was making spaghetti and she was like, the way you tell if a spaghetti noodle is done is you throw it against the wall. Mm-hmm. And she said, the teacher was like, that's not how you do it. And she's like, it is how you do it. This is how I learn. And she's like, that is the teacher's like, that is not how you do it. And she was just adamant. She was like, no, 
I learned this way. This is how you do it. She no. pulls a noodle out, smacks it against the wall. It's stuck. She's like, it's done. And the teacher's like, go to the principal's office. No way. And I'm just like, this socially awkward girl that never got in trouble that just got detention trouble. for throwing a noodle. Like, what a story she's going to have to tell to her kids later. <laughs> I got detention once for throwing a noodle at the wall. But in kids, facts class let me where tell nobody you, gets in trouble ever. Yeah, let me tell you, it's the best way to tell you. Just probably tell her, like, you don't let them put you in detention for nothing. In this house, we throw noodles against the wall to tell us they're done. We throw noodles against the fucking wall. We throw them against the wall, and if they stick, they're done. You tell that bitch to go shove it up her ass or she'll fight. <laughs> 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 oh, but so anyways, in okay. like I learned how to do it where you put all the eggs in and it doesn't like really cook on the top it, it, it properly. Yeah. If you don't move it. So what you do is you put the spatula on the side of the pan and you kind of pull the eggs in and you tilt the pan. So all the runny stuff runs over that. Yeah. So when it hits the hot pan, it starts cooking that right away. And then you move it over to the next side. So you're constantly like tilting the pan, pulling the egg back. Oh. Pouring the uncooked stuff, tilting yeah. the pan, pulling the egg back. And you yeah. keep doing that until none of the runny stuff is left. Yeah. And then you put your toppings on. Oh. That was the first thing I ever learned how to cook properly. And then all the yeah. time I'm like, you guys want omelets? Want, you want some omelets? And then every, <laughs> nobody ever wanted omelets. I didn't make them bad. Just everybody <laughs> right. just like, oh, we're not really, 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 really not feeling, feeling omelets. And I'm like, well, that's the only thing I know how to make. So Fuck. Come on, guys, but I'm good at it. <laughs> well, toast, I, can, I know how to make toast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I learned, that I did learn how to cook, and that you realized early that it was creative, which to me is awesome because I didn't realize that that cooking is creative, baking is a science, cooking is yes. creativity. Yes, right, exactly. And you, you recognize that out of the gate. I didn't recognize yeah. that it was the thing that my brain just started to connect. And then I was like, I bet you I could make food cheaper than I could buy food for. And like all the pieces just, it was just like a tumble, right? Like just, yeah, everything just started to tumble well, into place. And now I have like, I'm not a high end chef by any means. So don't think that that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But I go, to these like mid-level restaurants like Olive uh -huh. Garden and Red Robin makes good burgers and stuff. And I like everything sure. that they do, but I have their stuff. And sometimes it's killer. And other times I go there and it's a little bit off. Like the chef doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. So my journey as far as cooking is gone went from I want to be able to make some things good to now I go to these restaurants and I'm like, I want to be able to make your dish better than you can. Better. Yeah. I want to be able yep. to go home and just be like, why should I spend money at your restaurant when I know I can make it better at home for less money? Yep. Or yep. at the very least, I can make it the same. Yeah. And not my to be chicken a fucking Alfredo, like dickhead. No, totally not be just totally, a dickhead. But totally. like my chicken Alfredo yep. is just as good as Olive Garden's. And I oh, can yeah. spend way less money on it. Everybody yeah. gets to eat if, if not better to... I, again, not to be a snobby dick. Better. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Because and the steaks and stuff too. It like, mm -hmm. and then I know I'm making them how I want them. Like if I make a good steak, I get a good cut of meat and I bring it home and I grill it up and stuff. Yep. 
and yep. I get that steak, it's just as good as what I could have got at Texas Roadhouse. Right. But I spent less money on it because I cooked it myself. Plus, yep. there's always that chance that the guy at Texas Roadhouse thinks that everything tastes better with too much salt because he's got a <laughs> shitty palate because he's not a real chef. He's some college kid that they needed help. That they <laughs> needed help like, and just, yep, yep, yep. It needs more salt. Yep. Just no, it doesn't. You uh-huh. don't have good taste buds after COVID. Yep. Ask oh, oh. somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for real. So we've already picked out all the restaurants in town. Not Again, it, this sounds super snobby, but we, we already have all our restaurants picked out in town. We go, oh, yeah, they have a head chef or they have somebody oh. that is running it that's not just hired help. Like, yeah, for sure. We, yeah, you it's can not tell. Even, you learn yeah. it once you've learned how to cook food. You learn that shit, and that oh, yeah, like, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll I'll go to a place and I'll see something, even just like the garnish on the plate. I'm right. just like, yeah, you can. That's not food. some, you know, that that's not there. some grade school shit. <laughs> this dude's got some skills. You know, <laughs> you see you see something and you're just like, oh damn. Right. Right. You know, For real. and it doesn't happen everywhere, but there's no. certain spots. And and I honestly want to be like one of those guys that's just like my compliments to the chef, you know, and oh, they I, just know. Be like, I know, you know, where they just be like, this is a red robin. And you just be like, yeah, you don't understand, though. Yeah. But the- Last couple of times I was here, they oversalted the shit out of the burgers. The first couple of times we went to a red robin, my yeah. wife likes to get the royal red robin that comes with a fried egg on it. Whatever changed in Red Robin, they do not know how to make a fried egg to save their fucking life anymore. They just crack it and leave it on the thing. And the one side's like the egg's a little bit runny, but the other side's like almost black. Oh. Like you got to be cooking it on a different spot. There's got to be one of your areas that has to be a little bit cooler. You can't be cooking it on the exact same spot that you're making that burger. Right, right. And it looks like they don't even flip it. It looks like they put it on the thing and they wait until that mm. like opaqueness goes yep. to like more of a solid white and then they serve it. And it's just yeah. like, no, just cook it for a while, yeah. flip it for just a little bit just and then second. put it on the burger. Right, right. Yeah. So that was an, that was probably the latest thing I learned. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I just didn't know how to not crack a yolk, and I didn't really care because I didn't want runny yolks. <laughs> and then gotcha. my wife is like, I really like those, and I'm just like, I'll figure it out. Right. And now yeah. I know how. So, yeah. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah, which is a perfect example of, like, how did you get into cooking? Because that is a lot of, from my story, a lot of how I got into cooking because I started to realize like I don't necessarily like Kraft Mac and cheese (laughs) but I love cheese and I love macaroni so there has to be a way to get a better mac and cheese and you just you just go for it right like you just start looking things up and you start learning it and in in the sense of like what you're saying is just like don't really I, the runny yolk's not for me but somebody else in right. my life has asked for it so i'm going to learn it i'm i'm taking it you know personally for for me it's it's scrambled eggs sarah didn't oh, even sure. eat eggs my wife didn't even eat eggs at all 
when they're not $5 a dozen, we will start eating eggs again. And I pretty much make a scrambled egg for her every morning. And there you go. I never made scrambled eggs before as stupid as it sounds, but this takes me, it's a segue to the next part of Alton, Alton Brown, AB, me and you have that connection. Good eats, things like that. Hold on. Hold on. So hold on. Hold on. What? What? You got to tell me about Alton Brown in a minute, like where you're going with this, but okay. You said you're paying $5 a dozen for eggs right now. Yeah. What the fuck are you paying? I can get like just over $5 for 24 organic eggs at Costco. What the fuck are you talking about, man? It's the week before two, the week before Easter. I can eggs get went up dozen, to fucking $5 a dozen. I want to say maybe it's two dozen organic eggs for like six something, but I can get the regular eggs. Two dozen pack at Costco for like five bucks. What the fuck? God Again, that's it. Costco okay, prices. But yeah, sorry. We're gonna okay. talk about Alton this Brown. after the podcast. God damn it! Because now yeah, I'm pissed Alton off. Brown. But AB himself, the science, the food scientist. Yes. We have talked about him before. We have talked about Good Eats and how that influenced us. And that was one of the things that uh, I really started to get into after I, um had that epiphany so to say with ratatouille and the creativity and like it all started to set in kind of it all kind of started to hit me like oh shit and i started watching a ton of food network we still watch a ton of food network and alton brown was one of the big ones that like it really sunk in and and still i go to to learn from and and that all goes to scrambled eggs that all comes back to the scrambled egg thing that I was talking about is like who, who before you know how to cook. And that's the whole point of this topic is like, learn how to cook. Just, just, just try a little bit and it'll change the way you look at food and the way that you handle your food. He has a nice tight little segment on YouTube about scrambled eggs. And it, it, it will really actually change. Like Gordon is famous on YouTube. Gordon Ramsay is famous on YouTube for doing scrambled eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's actually kind of a little bit of, there's an art to doing something as simple as scrambled eggs. I think the way Gordon makes scrambled eggs is a little bit gross. Honestly. <laughs> so is my wife. I have to over, in quotes, overcook them. Yeah, because like... He likes them like where you're just like you want them like moist like this. It's just like yeah. wet. I think you undercook your eggs, Gordon. Like, <laughs> kind of wet. <laughs> so, so where I'm going with all this is like the 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 learning from you know people on TV and and these like celebrity chefs, I guess. Right? We can say we'll just say that we'll say celebrity yep. chefs. Learning from them, love it. Do it all the time. Love cooking shows. We love it. The the thing with the scrambled eggs is all the way to Wolfgang Puck. Yep. I saw a thing where Wolfgang flat out was just like, you Americans, you worry too much about your eggs. 
You overcook them <laughs> all the time. <laughs> he was just like gross. That's <laughs> the way he made it sound. He was just like, you're crazy that it's not how eggs are supposed to be eaten. And it made the connection with, with Gordon of just like, yeah, I guess you Europeans, you know, you, you eat eggs differently, I guess. So he was saying that we overcook them too. Oh yeah. hundred percent. He's like, stop. He, he, Cause he was working with an American on the show that I was watching. He goes, quit cooking them. You Americans, <laughs> you dude, like it to Ronnie or what? I don't know why it's a Russian uh, accent. Uh, <laughs> I think there's like there's two Ronnie. I mean, but he I says also, you like him. You like yeah. Sorry, he said you. But you didn't I also say put like Ronnie. sauce on mine, so I guess they're just like everybody likes what they like. You know, a right. lot of times they're like, you know, oh, we leave them runny and like add a little bit of salt and that's perfect. And I'm like, yeah. no, I cook them till they're not runny and then I douse <laughs> them in hot sauce and ketchup. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like yeah. you might think it's right, gross. Right. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Did you, you had before the celebrity chef, like you were already into cooking before the celebrity chef thing, but did Alton get you into yeah. it more? I mean, that's Alton, fair to Alton, say because you were before the internet, even really before the internet. Yeah. Was. Alton definitely helped on learning certain techniques and stuff. I started watching Iron Chef. Oh, no shit. Because there was the original Iron Chef way yeah. before the other Iron Chef. So I started the watching version? Iron Chef. Yep. So I watched the Japanese version. Fuck yeah. Um, like right when I first, I got more into cooking like right when I first got my own apartment. Okay. And then I had cable myself. And yeah. then I was like, you know, once I was in control and learning like what was on TV and stuff, I'm like, there's a yeah. whole channel about cooking. You guys right. know about this shit. And then you're like <laughs> watching it and I'm like, oh, damn, look at what he's right. doing. Right. And you're watching him like kill it so fast, you know, just like. Yeah. And then like fry and then do this and all yep. this other stuff. And you're watching the clock count down and you see what they make in like an hour. And you're like, yeah. holy shit. And it's so and they didn't even organized. know what they were going to make at first. Right. Within you're that like, hour, they also had to come up with the idea. Yeah. Cause I mean that like sparked something in me from like when I was a little kid where I'm just like, what ingredients do I got? Diced ham, microwave. Yep. All right. Yeah. And then it never went any farther. And I'm just like, Ugh. I guess I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then you <laughs> yeah. like watch these guys and they're just like, you know, they're just like, here's the secret ingredient. And then they have to use some random ass weird shit, put it right. in their dish. And then they just go and they're like, I'm cooking this and I'm doing that. And, it, you know, yeah. I watched the Americanized like dubbed over version where. You yeah, it was still the Japanese it. edit, but they had dubbed over it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is American but, yeah. Iron Chef or whatever. Chef Morimoto was yep. on there yep. and stuff. Yeah, and so I remember. Host and... Yep. Yep. But I don't. I don't know if Alton was a host. Alton's a host now. Morimoto was on the original one. Oh, sorry. I thought you had already made the jump to America. Yes. yes oh yes, no! Yes. Like he he came over to the American one initially. Right. right. And then they started using all these Iron Chefs that nobody's ever heard of. They're just like these are the Iron Chefs too, and you're like they are. I don't know these people. You know, but I didn't know those other guys. I just took their word for it. Right. Because it's Japan like and you're just like, yeah, they can like cook. The, <laughs> yeah, I like the theatrics of the Japanese. Like it like was an actual like stadium that they're entering and stuff, you know. No shit. And it, it, that's kind of what it was. It was like oh, man. 
and, and they would have all the different pictures and we'd have to choose the person and then all of a sudden they'd just be like i choose chef morimoto and then he comes over like uh-huh. up the steps from behind and there's like a backlit like big chef's knife thing and he's standing oh, okay. there like and then he, they do the pose you know uh, yeah like, oh yeah oh shit you about to get served sucker <laughs> you, you chose morimoto He's coming at you, bro. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching that shit like it's yeah, a sporting dude. event. Oh my god! Right, right. It, that you is see him just, just part like, of it. Flash fry it and then flash freeze it, and you're just like, oh damn! <laughs> it's like being on the ball court, <laughs> like on the bro. playground. <laughs> bro, your fucking ankle, son. <laughs> Morimoto. He go flash fry and flash freeze, motherfucker. <laughs> you got shook. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got to see if that's on Discovery Plus because I have Discovery Plus and now I'm like, oh, do they run the Japanese versions? Because I want to see yeah. that shit. Yeah. So I started watching that and then I like found Alton and Alton's just like breaking down all the science and stuff. And like yeah. the first couple of episodes, I'm like, this guy is telling me everything. Like, that's everything. exactly what I want. There's something right. in my brain that wants to know why, you know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. like when somebody just goes, and now we do this. Right. And I I want to go like, but why? Why do right. we do that? What's the right. point of that? Yeah, and, and he's and like, the balance like, of the wine mixes with the, you know. Yeah, and he'll break it down. And all of a sudden, he'll have like a whiteboard, and he'll flip it over, and he'll just be like, right, and have his stick just uh-huh. like the these molecules and these molecules and they do this you yep. know and then all of a sudden he'll just be like in 1843 this yep. is how they and you're just like holy crap i'm getting a history lesson and just like <laughs> yeah. gnarly yeah, yeah I, dude. I still remember uh learning about how to make panko breadcrumbs on there Oh yeah, which Where, I haven't made it to. I'm watching through like all the original uh, ones yeah. and watching the new ones at the same time. So I'm getting this mix, but I haven't got to that. Tell the story about the pankos. Oh, so the panko breadcrumbs, he's sitting there and he's just like, these panko breadcrumbs are light and crispy. And he's like, and they're different than other ones. And it's because they use electricity to make this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And then he's like, look at it this way. And he takes like a screen door mm-hmm. and he takes like a batter and he like paints the screen door with this batter. And then he's like, and then basically you electrify it. <laughs> and then it's just like <laughs> you electrify <laughs> a screen door covered in batter. And that's how you make ba- panko breadcrumbs. And he's, you know, it's not exactly the same thing, but right, he's right. like, I understand now. But you're like, I that's insane. That's how you make panko. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. And that, yeah. And, and that's part of it too. That made, I think that was part of that, like got me so in, into cooking. And then my memory is that this sort of like happened at the same time. Now you were cooking before me and I was just being a drunk snowboarder and then <laughs> like started getting into cooking and it was like, Whoa, Whoa. And we cooked together and it's just like, Oh, Fuck yeah, dude. This is so much fun. It took like cooking was a thing that we were doing for like to fill like a creative niche, I think, you know, like we were kind of like, I want to be creative, but like might as well do it with food. Fucking love food. Food's good. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, learning is stimulating 
and like the uh, the other creative part and it gives me more to keep going sure i i don't think i'm exaggerating here i think that's what we're saying and then it was just yeah. like now it's just like one of those things that we do with people because you said you that that was one of the things you do with the people you went up to uh when you went ice one of the times you went ice fishing this year right it's like yep. a big thing you connect with them is cooking yeah for sure which, yep. oh man it it and it's so fun because that i don't know if you like thrive to get their acceptance but you like it's it's something you want to do right it, it's something creative that you can do and get instant feedback on yeah right at sure. the table right uh-huh yep i always like to hear I'm always hard on myself too. And people don't yeah, understand yeah. that where like, I want them to say like, wow, that was really good. But when I know that it's not the best I could do and somebody's like, wow, that was good. I'll be like, could have been better. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I can't even help myself. And they're just like, right. don't be like that. And just be like, no, right. you don't understand. Like, I'm not, I'm not like self-deprecating, you know, like sitting there just like, oh, poor, I suck, you know. <laughs> I just know I could have done better, right? And I, it bums me out, or that, that you, you have done get, better, right? Right, and it bums me out that you didn't get to experience my best. You got right a yes. slightly worse version, right? And that bums me out because I'm I'm striving to not be that guy at the restaurant, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be that guy, not giving you that one. That's just like, Oh, that wasn't like it was that one time. Right. You're trying you know? to do even better or exactly as you did the last time you had the best one that you made. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that, that was the part that I don't need that feedback. It's like, I want that feedback to get better at it. Like, that right. So so like what got us what got us cooking has now, you know, the question that I started the topic with of what got us cooking has built into like what keeps us cooking in a way. Right. And it's that it's that feedback. It's that like constant getting better. It's that cooking almost as a hobby. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It this is, is a the first. Uh, this is happening right now in real time. This is the first time I ever really thought about <laughs> that. But like, yeah, of course yeah. it fucking is. Like, yeah, I have for things. sure it's a hobby because there's there's certain days where, like, where I know I'm gonna be around for that day, and I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna make something that takes hours. Yeah. Yes, you know? dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, so this is this is something that I wanted to to ask about like to connect the, the, what, what got us cooking to, to the, the question of what got us cooking. I wanted to, to, to figure out the evolution, right? Like this, the line. So here's one, one example tying to what you said. I got a full, we got a full chicken, full chicken, like bone in dead chicken, <laughs> not like live chicken. Oh, right. So we got a whole chicken, like a fryer chicken, right? Yep. And we were going to make uh, chicken soup out of it. But there's a catch. I got to break it down because the chicken breasts are getting turned into chicken nuggets for the baby. By sure. integrating 
cauliflower into them. So okay. that way you got your veggies and your protein in one thing. Trick the kid sure. into eating veggies. That's the whole goal. Yep. But get the whole chicken so that way we can make fucking soup out of it. And when I started cooking, it was learn the it was like, oh yeah, if you take these ingredients and you combine them, you make the thing. Yep. And now it's what are what are the ingredients like what's the base ingredient and how did it get there and make okay. it into the thing do you sure. know what i mean yeah i think i get you it was it's more like so i guess here I'll, I'll just put it a little bit more it's like when i started cooking it was like get a chicken breast chop it up put in some flour fry it put it in this sauce that is you know this this and this and you have kung pao chicken sure okay before I would have just bought it in the bag, put it in the microwave. <laughs> right. Now it's buy the whole chicken, get the breast off of it, turn the breast into chunks, flour it, whatever. Figure out what to do with the bones. Figure out what to do with the legs. Figure out what to do with the thighs. It's the bigger, you know, like right. the breast came from the whole chicken. There's yep. one thing you can do with the breast. Now figure out what to do with the rest of the fucking chicken. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's another thing that saves you the money too when you're trying to figure everything out. Yeah. You know. Sure. And that's that's what I'll do too sometimes where I'll be walking through the grocery store or whatever and I see an ingredient. Mm -hmm. I just go, God damn, that looks good. I don't know how to make it. I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna figure it out. You know? Yeah. I said yeah, yeah. I I got into short ribs that way. Oh, no shit. But I'm just like, holy shit, dude. Those, like, the marbling on short ribs are beautiful. Yeah. Wow, those look good. Yeah. I can't recall it and, right now, but I'm. Uh, so, if you get boneless short ribs, you can literally, like, swap that out in any form of, like, a roast or anything. Oh, shit. Okay. Next level, dude. You put, you, like, really? you want to have just, like, a roast and potatoes and carrots and stuff. Put yeah. short rib in there instead of, like, the other stuff. And it's like, holy fucking shit. Really? Dude, oh, fuck. okay. I you can you can make them like barbecue style too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard of the, that. Mm -hmm. Because of the yeah, and they make it. I haven't tried this yet. That's the next one that I want to try. But you can get them at like the Asian restaurant too. You oh. can get like short ribs from the Asian restaurant, and those are supposed to be bomb. So I'd like to try that with like okay. the okay. Asian sauce. Yeah. But my my thing right now too is uh really experimenting with how like the different textures of things you know oh really yeah really learning that like mm -hmm. you can take a chicken breast and mm -hmm. bread it and it can be completely different because you can take a chicken breast and put it in the flour and then fry it mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. it you can take chicken breast egg wash it and put it in the flour that's yep. a completely different thing Right. You can take chicken breast, dredge it in your flour, then egg wash it, then put it in the flour, and that's a completely different texture. Right. You can make that chicken breast like four different ways with the exact same ingredients. Yes. And that to me is still like, what is going on here? And that's where like I'm really trying to learn it. Like the like sweet and sour chicken at the Chinese restaurant. Yes. Where it's got like that fluffy. Yes. Batter on the outside. Yes. And you make chicken and you're just like, how do I accomplish that? Like, how yeah. do I get this? Yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's a batter. 
Yes. Instead of just dredging the flour, it's that's a batter that you're steering up. And right. You're steer, steering, steering up. up. Steering up. Steering up. Steering up. But, you know, uh, maybe that was the song about the omelets. Oh, shit. We don't fold them, we steer it up. <laughs> Check out that remix coming later on Spotify yeah. on the Real AF TV podcast <laughs> feed. Ham and cheese and egg, steer it up. <laughs> but but you, yeah, you, you make a really, like, you, you make the fan, a, a fantastic point of like, that is the thing that got us cooking and keeps us cooking, right? Is that level, For that sure. like creativity of just like, oh shit, dude, oh shit. And yeah, I continue to watch people. I continue to learn from people. I continue to look stuff up. I continue to experiment. I continue to fail and I continue to learn. And it's just like, shit, shit, dude. Yeah. This is fun. And dude, and the cool part too is when you learn, there's like some of this stuff doesn't take a lot of ingredients. You know, right. you could go to somebody's house and they'd be like, I have this chicken. I don't know what to do with it. And then you'd be like, do you have flour and eggs? And they'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, how would you like them? I can cook them like six different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I just, we were, because we don't have eggs. I just got, uh, we don't have eggs and we ran out of uh, breakfast potatoes. Like we just ran out of potatoes. Right. Yep. So I was like, wait a second. I think I can make some biscuits. Sure enough, biscuits do not require eggs. There you go. Biscuits in like Boom. half an hour, right? Yep. Like flour, water, milk, whatever, you know, pick your poison. Right. Little baking powder, done. Like, right. That's pretty much it. Butter, of course, but I mean. Yeah. And bringing it, bringing it full circle to when we were talking about like in the fish and stuff and the hot dish and stuff. That's why Minnesota hot dish even exists. For you go sure, your, dude. You go into your, your pantry and your meat and you're just like, what do I got? I got hamburger. I have noodle. I have like, I don't know, there's like three cans of soup in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's and some, some tater there's tots. Some, yep. There's, there's some tots in the freezer and, oh, you know, yeah, I guess. Oh, you, know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, green do, you beans wouldn't do, whatever. You, you wouldn't do tater tots in the vegetable in the, in the noodles at the same time. Right. But it'd be like, but it'd be like, I got noodles, I got a can of green beans, got a uh, can of mixed vegetables, a couple of things of soup here, uh, some hamburger. <laughs> right, right, right. And then, then you just go, yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to cook all of that and then I'm going to put it into a pan. I'm going to put it into like a, a 13 by 9 bacon dish. Yep. And then what I'm going to do is sprinkle cheese on top of that. We're going to throw it in the oven until that cheese browns. And then when it comes out, you eat it and you go, what is this? Can I get the recipe for this? And he's just like, there is no recipe. I have it, no idea what this is. I literally just threw together leftovers. You are lucky that it turned out this good. <laughs> <laughs> I just put together everything I could find and then just seasoned it properly instead of oversalting it. And it's it's not bad. Right. <laughs> oh, before we get into all the leftover shit that we have definitely made, we should probably do the obligatory, uh, you know, go to realaf.tv. 
And that's where you can find all the stuffs. You can find the social medias, the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams. And, uh, you know, it really F.TV is really the center of where you can find us. But please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have videos coming out soon. I promise we are in the middle of bouncing back and forth an edit that will be out very soon. Yup. I promise. And with that all behind us.